Stream PCUK. Why, hello everybody, and welcome to episode 192 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 23rd of March, 2023, and I'm your host, Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK across the world. Who are we on the show today? Great Gamer 25, eight more shows to 200. Hello, Trainspot and Trev, and the Trekway for all your Star Trek goodness. Hello, my name's Ross Light. You can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Ross Light and on uh, Google underneath Ross Light on Linktree to find all my other social medias. Man, that was going so professional there. And then Ross stumbled. <laughs> I did stumble. That is, I will take I, full response. It's not my unique, but not it's no. like, this time it's me. <laughs> not today. I, I forgot to mention it at Gray's Green Room podcast. You always do, man, you muppet. <laughs> <laughs> he recovered, he recovered. Um... You probably know, I'm just going to say now, my voice is probably a little bit weird. I don't know if you look and tell. Um, I've, been, I've been out of action for a week. Literally, I've been proper ill. I don't know what it was, but it was uh, very draining and tiring and snotty. And if you could see right here with this pile of tissues I've got, and they're not like Trev's know? tissues. These are snotty tissues. Oh, well, my, <laughs> no, my, tish, my tissues are special. <laughs> yeah, you got the unicorn. Especially absorbent, or like, or... <laughs> well, they have to be. They have to be. He's Mind got that. Top. He's got that one sheet. <laughs> <laughs> it can all absorb like a puddle. <laughs> oh, welcome in everybody. Welcome in everybody. Um, yes, we've got lots to talk about because obviously there was no podcast last week. Um, I don't know if that was, was it because I was ill or something else happened, but it, it, we couldn't do it last Your week for some reason. Ill. Your message oh, is, uh, is, is ill. Ill. Yeah, and then I got ill. We're all ill. Um, right, Ill-ing. let's get into this. Um, firstly, if you want to get into our Discord, it's just search Discord Extreme PC UK, all one word. Um, you can get in there. Uh, anyone that subs to me on there, really do appreciate that. They start at like £1.80 or something really small. Um, and they get you at the top of the Discord so everyone can see you and so we know who the, the people that sub are. So they're at the top and there's the Twitch people at the top. And then the rest of it goes in the colour order of like how long you've been in the in the, in the community. Um, but yeah, just go to the Discord, get in there. Everybody's welcome in the Discord. That's where the community really is. It's like a Facebook, but just our group. It's really cool. Um, I would like to say thank you to everybody. You know I'm doing my autism walk. Uh, oh, Ross, have you, you're all sorted for that now, yeah? Yep, all sorted for that. All Basically, sorted for that, all my nice. family members. So me and Ross are both doing um, the autism walk, autism colour walk, because uh, it's autism awareness uh, week. And as you will probably all know now, me and him are both on the spectrum. Um, we're going to walk around Battersea Park. I've raised nearly five and a half hundred at the moment, which I appreciate wow. from everyone. So massive thank you to anyone that subbed uh, and gave a donation for that. Anyone that would like to... I think, it, I think they stop being able to put a donation on uh, on the day which is the second isn't it so that is next is it sunday next sunday yeah next sunday so if anybody yeah sunday the 2nd of april so if anyone is happy to put a pound on there 5 pound or more um we really would appreciate it my goal is a grand um, i'm currently at 550 something i think um or around that mark there's been a few couple of little ones on there today uh, so thank you to anyone that's done that. It really does mean a lot because we're bringing awareness to uh, just uh, general like people around like me and Ross. You know, we're like stuck in the middle where you don't, you can't really tell if we are or not. Um, stuck oh, in the middle with you. You see in the Discord that apparently you're on a 300 inch TV right now. Nice, nice. Quite right. Oh. From, uh, from Quite right. Escape. <laughs> Wicked. Big, bigger is better. Don't let anyone yeah. tell you otherwise. <laughs> 
But the thing is, the only thing is, we're on VR, so only one person's watching that TV. I thought you were going to say well, we're, in, we're in a pub. It's all good. No, but I thought you were going to say we're in a pub and we've got like 500 people watching ah. us. But like, wave so, to yeah, everybody individually. Idea. Wave to them all individually. But now I'm like... Wait, wait, Nick, you know all the pubs. <laughs> Can't you get one of them to turn us on? I, would want, I wouldn't want to be on in a pub, man. I'd never have no street cred again, would I? Oh, man, everybody would love that. <laughs> They'd take it away from me. They'd be like, you used to be cool, Nick. <laughs> no more drinks for you. <laughs> now you're on some extreme PC, or what most people say, extreme puck. What's that? Yeah. Extreme puck, right. Exactly. I love an extreme puck. We are 15 um, people. Virtual says we're, we're 15. <laughs> Nick, I believe you've got a brand new game that you want to talk about. Talk about one. Oh, yeah, okay. What? Cause brand that, new, that, right? Why is it at the top? What happened to your one? He's great. Just as a good he's little told, commander in chief. That's what you wanted to be. Great, a good little oh, commander in chief. And then he did say, "Does it matter?" Put Trevor at the top, but you ignored that. And I was just, I just. I, at the point, you guys told me to change things so many times. All right. Well, I'm not going to complain it. because I've been desperate to talk about this for a long brand time. New game. I'm, I'm going to get it out, out in the open. I don't care who likes it or Next. not, because I know a lot of people don't <laughs> like me talking about it. Um, Star Citizen, man. Star Citizen. Can free, free 18 has gone What's live. What's that about? What kind of game is that? What's that about? What it's do a you space do? exploration game that's better than any you've played before. I've not better. played any, so yes, that would be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, to be fair, it is an amazing game, uh, Star Citizen, and most people know about it. Most people think it's like a money grab when it's not. Most people think it's got loads of bugs, which it does. But the point of the game, the game is, it's amazing, and everybody that plays it loves it, and that's why we keep chucking money at it. Like me, I literally probably chucked about fifty notes at it. It's so week. good at it, you get battered. I love like, it in the game, not in real life. Like the devs, man, the like... devs are sitting in their office, and it's just raining fifties on them all day. I, I saw your <laughs> ship, and it had like holes all over the top of it man yeah you gotta be impressed with that oh yeah, yeah i had to look and i was like where's the damage and i went oh all the black stuff is actually holes in the top <laughs> <laughs> so basically i got hit head on by a little fighter jet i was fighting it in my big ship and as the jet hit me it's it just went up and it scraped across the whole roof and then when we went outside the ship it had left a whole a whole line of holes all the way down my ship uh, there's a picture of it in Discord, which is pretty cool. Yep. Um, yeah, now we, know, now we know how the Titan feels, Gray. That was a Star yeah, Trek thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so Star Citizen, it's, it's brought out its latest patch, well, latest uh, update, which is 3.18. Um, and I just wanted to talk a bit about it. It went like an absolute nightmare. So it came out. They What they do is they send it out to different groups. So it goes out to this first group to people, like a little group, and they test it. Then it goes to a bigger group, they test it. And it goes to a bigger group, and it's a thing called the PTU. And they test it all the way through. But then, at some point, they have to test it on a live on a live crowd, because obviously that's when the big groups play it. Um, so it went live. Oh, it didn't go well. The servers went down, everything broke. No one could do anything. Literally, we're losing stuff in game. But the thing is, the game is so good that people, a week later, still trying to get into that game when they know it's broke. And they still want to play it. And even me, I sat there for three hours every day clicking a button. They say, fail, click a button, fail, click a button, fail. You do that for two hours, and all of a sudden you'll get into the game. You'll be like, I'm in. Start playing the game for two minutes, breaks. And what do you do? Most games, what would you do in this situation? I wouldn't even have done what you did before. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't spend two hours. But if you ask anyone that plays Star Citizen, 
we all come out and we start clicking again till we get back in. Um, we love it. I like it. I play it, but I still wouldn't wait too hours. But the thing is, you haven't, you've not got in that deep yet, you know, and you went down that rabbit hole in Elite Dangerous. Don't give me that crap. I, but I signed right on to Elite Dangerous. I didn't have to wait two hours. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the love you had what for else? Elite Dangerous is because yeah, you true. learned so much about it. You got so deep into right. it and you right. got really right. tied in. You was playing that every single day. I, li- I like it. I like it. I still won't wait two hours for any game. Yeah, but, but the I thing is, so, like so 318's out anyway. Um, some of the and features... the coming. Sorry? The patch is coming too. Right? Yeah, so the patch is meant to be here tomorrow. So they're bringing out 318.1, which is going to fix. Because at the moment, all the terminals are broke. You, your cargo can disappear. Your money can go mad. All sorts of stuff happens. One minute you've got a suit. One minute you haven't. Some One minute things have just... They're vanished. Um... You can play the game. It is working really good, like Exit's saying. It is working really good at the moment, but the patch will actually fix most of that problems, um, and that's coming out probably tomorrow, we hope. Um, But 318's out, and this is the time. If anybody was going to get into Star Citizen or was looking to do it, now's the time. The good thing about this update is it brings groups as communities getting together. So whereas before, you'd just be flying around your ship doing trading, fighting or whatever going mining going salvaging now it's all as a group so we can literally everyone's trying to get teams together now our plan at the moment is to save up for a reclaimer which is a big salvage ship and the way it's going to work is we're going to have one pilot we have two people on lasers doing the salvage two people on lasers firing in case we get pirates come after us Uh, and then you're going to have a couple of people in the warehouse moving all the cargo about when we get to this point, it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be like proper space flight with all your mates. Um, it's already I like, got... I like, I like two major things. One, they have a better map. You know me. And two, uh, it's persistent universe, which is cool. So all these things that happen stay there for a few hours. What do you mean? In, in Elite Dangerous or in, Elite, in Star Citizen? No, I'm talking about Star Citizen. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, so the persistence so... is working very well. Um, basically, like for... This is an example of what happens. So the, the, the money in game comes very hard. You don't get nothing for free. You do a job, you get five grand. Do a big job, you might get 50 grand. But if you want to buy a ship, the, they, the good ones start at like five million, like three million. And so that's a lot of money. What chance that, do you have, man? No, so it's... to steal it. <laughs> no, but the thing is, the, the game, you don't want to rush through the game. You want to enjoy the game. You know, when you go and buy a new ship, like I went and bought my um, Caterpillar, which is a big trading ship. The day I went and bought that trading ship, it took me a month to get it. The day I, and I was grinding all the time. The day I went and got it, it was like going and buying a real car. I was like, man, I'm getting my ship today. I got in there, looked all around it. Everything works. All the computers work. The buttons work. All the doors open. It's so cool, man. It's so realistic. Um... And you work up to this. And what's happening, everybody's doing this at the same time. So if you can make money, like I might get on the computer tomorrow and be like, what are you guys doing? Who wants to come mining with me? And one guy might be like, I ain't got, I haven't got a mining ship or I haven't got a big ship. So you're like, don't worry about it. Go in the turret of my ship, get on my ship. I can have 20 people on my ship. We all fly there and we all take it in turns to use the mining cart or we all we juggle. Do you share that 50 grand or whatever or do you get that 50 grand each if you do a joint? mission or bounty yeah so if i if we do like a bounty and it says 100 grand and there's four of us doing it we get 25 grand each oh but you do it much quicker because there's four of you but true, true. if i do it myself i get the money myself but also in the game what it does is 
it allows you to trade money with anyone for free. Well, they, they take a 5% uh, fine fee. So what you do get online is a lot of people doing, which is a, it's not a new thing, but it happens, is if you... you might, so see how people are moaning about the game. You could easily go in the game, um, make money, and then sell that for real money. People buy it. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Yeah? At the moment... And it's not, that's not the best thing to do. Don't get me wrong. That's not the best mm. thing to do. Don't buy money because you ruin the game for yourself. Um, yeah. That's the only person it's going to ruin it for. But I'm saying for people like you who are like, man, I don't want to put up the money for this. This game's taking money off me. You can actually make money off the game. I think at the moment, 250 grand's going for 20 quid. I think a mill's going for like 45 or something. Um, you know, some people do wow. just make money in game and sell it. That's what they do. They make money out of the game by playing a game. Um, but that's not what we're about. And that's... You know, I don't agree with don't that. Do that. Civilized. You know? Yeah, we're civilized. Where's my patent paper? I'll tell you the only thing I would buy, though, is if I buy <laughs> a shipping game, degree. if I buy a shipping game and then it gets wiped, which it won't from now on, then I I wouldn't mind buying that ship back to carry on where I left off the last patch. Um, but yeah, the game's got... I, I've been doing testing the salvaging because there's a new ship called a Vulture. Um, and it's so realistic. It, be honest, like Trev, you don't play Star Citizen... And you don't mm -hmm. play space games, but you do love Star Trek. Now, if I said you could play Star Trek like you was actually in the game, and you could go off and do all these things they do in Star Trek, yeah, would, would you like the idea of that? I would, and it's a good point you bring up, Nick. I've always wondered why I was not a big fan of space games, considering what you just said. And I think it's because often these games good or bad, are usually a lot more like The Expanse than they are Star Trek. I think Graham might agree on that point. Um, mm -hmm. The good Star Trek games never really had much space action in them, like Elite Force and whatnot. Uh, they tend to be pew-pew. So if that was a thing, yeah, I'd love Star Trek Online to be better. Yeah, well, but well the crap. thing is, the, it's hard to explain Star Citizen to someone that hasn't played it because when you start playing, it's I've not watched like... you play a decent yeah, amount, it's, man. It's not like a game. You've watched when you watch me. The problem you get is when you watch me, is that day I'll be doing one I, thing. So I like watching you. Yeah, I know you do. You after what you told me before the podcast went live, I'm getting a bit. Uh, I don't know if I'm getting horny or worried. Rooty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot what I was saying now. Um, basically. In I'm this, when you watch me on Twitch, so like the other day you watched me, I was doing purely yeah. bounties because I wanted to get my levels up in bounties to the higher bounties. So all I was doing is yeah. going around killing people. That's not giving you the idea of the game at no, all. No, I've watched you multiple times, man. I've seen the different things you've done. I've seen you going on bounties and grinding. I've seen you go on pew-pew missions. I've seen you going exploring and getting minerals and shit with the boys. Uh, I have seen different things. I yeah, know there's so, a lot to the game. So the thing is why this is so good now, though, than before is because you can now, you need teammates. So, whereas before, I'd get, on my, yeah, oh. I'd get on my Caterpillar, it has like 560 or something cargo, which is a yeah. lot. That's a lot of money in game. That could literally have 2 million on it in one go, which will take weeks to grind. Now, before, I'd just get that, load it up with the stuff, the most expensive minerals I can find. I'd take it somewhere else, and I'd sell it, and I'd make profit. Yeah? Yeah. And that'd go easier, go back and forwards and do that until I've got enough money for my next ship. Problem is now is they put this thing in game where all of your cargo, if someone blows you up a real person, they'll do a thing called a soft death. It won't just blow you up. It'll it'll blow your, your ship level sparks coming out of it and that but it'll be dead floating, dead in the water, just floating around. Then what they can do is that the the team who have shot you, 
So say five ca- people, real people come along like, I don't know, say me, you, Ross and Grey. We're an army and we're flying through space. We see a caterpillar. It's got loads of cargo on it. We shoot it. It kills it. Soft dead. Doesn't blow up yet. Yeah. Then that what we day. do is we get our cutters. We come out of our ship. We float across. We grind the door open. Yeah. We get in. Inside's a live person, a real player. We kill them. We have to fight them and kill them. At that point, we can open up their doors inside. Then we park our ship next to their ship. And we un- with our guns, we've got these like, um, like what are they call tractor beam guns. We literally take their cargo. We put the it in ours. Gun. We I've share the cargo out. Yeah. And then we go and sell it. Now, how much fun would that be with groups of people going around doing that to each other? Yeah, yeah. You can't play on your own then. Is that what you're saying? Like, you can do it on your own. So it's, yeah, like, it's a lot yeah. more difficult then. So like the Reclaimer's yeah. a 15 million pound ship. It needs a crew of about five to run it. You could do it on your own if you ah, want, but okay. you're gonna, you can't man the guns and fly the ship. You can't do the lasers yeah. to get the salvage and fly the ship or man the guns. So you can't put it in the cargo bay. So so what would you do if you're solo? Then what's your best? What you do is you fly up to the then. you fly up to the salvage. Yeah, the yeah, ship. Yeah, no, no. You fly up to the salvage. Then you get out of your ship, you take the risk, you run down to the laser, you fire the laser, you get the salvage. If another pilot comes along, because you've got bigger shields on that ship, you would then go up to your, run up to your turret. So you have to get in the lift, go up to the next floor, get in the turret, shoot the guy. And then you've got to come back down, start doing the thingy, start moving it into the cargo room, doing it all on your own. It's really, really like... What about attacking then? Can you get small ships that have... Uh, controls so that you can pew pew from the front to a, a degree at the same time as some flying, ships yeah? have uh, manual some ships have remote guns every okay. single ship if, in the game get, is, is so amazingly well, what you, balanced what you can do though Trev, is that if i wanted to get into a squadron with one or two other people and we wanted to fly wingman <laughs> to his big ship we could and then we could just sit there and you know shoot pirates that are trying to take his stuff from the fighter ships. Yeah, yeah. It's not like another game. You're not locked to anything. You can literally get out of your ship anywhere. So like, if I'm flying and we're warping, you can be all running around in the back, messing around whilst I'm playing games or whatever whilst I'm flying. Like everything is is in real time, in real. There's no loading screens. It's all there. Um, Good. Planets, the lot. Uh, they've got ships for the ground. But anyway, what I was saying is like, I tried out the Vulture, which is a single man. Um, salvage ship mm-hmm. and the difference between this is it's, it's one little ship it looks a bit like a digger um, and then when you go off you find your salvage and you salvage where you sit in the pilot seat and what happens is the salvage bar fills up but what they make you do to make it realistic is you can only fill up a box uh, at a time and it fills two boxes and it blocks up the conveyor belt so what you have to do is you have to get out of your seat go down the ladder into the base of the ship you need to press a button to make the compacting machine compact the, the salvage into a box, and then it comes out in a conveyor belt. Then you need to use your special gun to lift it up and move it around the back of the ship and store it. And you can fit so many. Now on the vulture, you're only supposed to fit twelve, which works out I think is about hundred grand, eighty grand to hundred grand. Um, so what do I do? I fill up twelve, and I'm like, there's more space in here. So what I do is I fit twenty four boxes in my ship. I wedged them in we every do. single gap. I was going to say, how the heck did you You can't that? move. Like, They're just boys. boxes are wedged everywhere. Um, did you put one on the co-pilot seat too? Yeah, I, made <laughs> two, I made 200 grand from one run. Um, but then the thing is, you run a risk. You're in a weak ship, a little ship. It's got a lot of money on it. If a pirate sees you, just one ship, and it's a real player, they scan you. They're going to go, 200 grand in there. That's a couple of hours work. 
And what they do is they come, they attack you. You've got to try and get away. And the gameplay is just amazing. And, and it's just getting better and better. And it's really at the time now where if you thought Star Citizen was a game you'd like to get into, now is the time to actually get into it. There's enough in there to play. Persistence is now going to be working so you don't lose anything. You've got like all these new caves. Um, there's just so much stuff they've added. Uh, and it's just really, really cool. And, and we are actually getting a crew together. Um, do you remember how it used to be with Elite Dangerous on the Discord? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to try and get it sort of so we've got a section like that on the Discord where everybody, if they're doing mining, if they're doing racing, if they're doing exploring, I want to get it so that everybody's got a room and they've got their own place and we're going to keep up with missions and game nights. We do have an organisation in-game called Extreme PC UK, but... You can't really do a lot of organisations at the moment um, until more stuff comes in. But what I want to do is I really want to build a solid, like we had in, if we, I really loved when we had Elite Dangerous and we had a crew, we had people doing the BGS, we had people in at six o'clock every morning. Me and, me and um, Alcohol Holiday, we was doing bar charts and graphs at six in the morning before work to tell the troops what they needed to do that day to keep us in the points. Um, and I want to get that back, but it's now going to be with Star Citizen. It's going to be well early on rather than well late in the day for the game. So we're going to be part of this as it grows. We want to get stuck in. Um, so if anybody does listen uh, and they'd like Star Citizen, uh, also I've got a referral code that if anyone wants it, just hit me up on Discord uh, because it will give you something free and it gives me something free. Um, the last people got an MPUG uh, cargo ship. Um, Oh, so it varies then, but from guns to weapons to... Yeah, so because ships. I'm already like five in, every every few people you get to use their referral code, you get to a higher step, so you get something better. <clears throat> ah, you do, so the person, another person... No, they get the same as me. No, they get it too. Ah, that's nice. Yeah, so... That's nice. <laughs> I like. But, um, I like. So basically, I've got a free like hover bike which is like 35 quid i've got a free ship that's 40 quid in real money um but the thing is you can get all of the stuff in game people do say it's a money sucker and they want to suck money out of you but oh we'll be honest with you no lie you pay you've only got to pay your 45 dollars to start the same as a normal game um that's not even in pounds it's in dollars uh, to, get, than a normal to get the starter ship <laughs> and you can buy other ships very easily in game worth hundreds of pounds for playing the game for a couple of days. So you don't need to worry about buying ships. Uh, what actually happens is you start with a starter ship. You realize it's a couple of quid to upgrade, a couple of quid to upgrade, a couple of quid to upgrade. And you think, oh, I want to try that one. Oh, and you really do get stuck into it. And... I would know because I would see a couple of pound, a couple of pound, and I would do my simple mathematical skill set that I have and go, yeah, that's going to be expensive. I won't do that. Really? Well, I've never you done that. You don't, have to. you don't have to. I've put 300 quid on <laughs> there. And do you know what? Two days ago, I they haven't even got a ship for me to upgrade to. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to top up 50 quid on here. So I just topped it up. Because I, I know that there's going to be stuff I'm going to want to get later on. And it might be when I ain't got no money or something. So I was like, I'll just put it in there now. It's like a reserve. Um, so it's in there. Uh, but yeah, okay, Star Citizen, it is really good at the moment. Um there's, there's quite a few of us. I think there's about 10 of us so far wow. that are getting on regularly in intervals. There's a few more people that are in the pipeline just waiting to get in. We're just about to drag Creature in. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be wicked. Nice, nice. Uh, How long time is the just trying to catch up with some of the... Sorry, Grace, say that again. 
Uh, one of our pl uh, guys in chat said, how long time is the starter ship fun to play? I'm not sure what he meant, but... Before oh, you then want to move on to the next thing. Uh, how, how much time is the starter ship fun to play? So the starter ship, I'm not going to lie, it might get a little bit tedious after a little while, because what it is, it's a very small ship. It's They give you a combat version, or they give you a trade version. I think it can hold, like, if it's either two or four cargo units. But the thing is, what they've got in the game now is, which they've got around is... That ship would be really bad at cargo because you might make a couple of hundred quid each run, which is nothing. But what they've done is you've now got foot missions, bunker missions, and delivery missions. So you can do that all in that little ship. Um, cheers for that sub exit, man. I really do appreciate that. Um, so what you can do now, you can make 50 grand in one game uh, just by going down into a bunker and shooting a load of people in first person, uh, which a lot of people do. A lot of people start with a small Aurora. Um I'm not going to lie, the game, I, if, I haven't seen anyone that's played that game and gone, like, do you know what, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be, I'm leaving. And great, please give me your experience, because you was well against it to start with, and be honest how it is for you now. Great doesn't I mean, play anymore, does he? Yeah, I do. No, he's I'm been waiting, waiting for 318 to be fixed. I'm just waiting for the patch, uh -huh. now the 318 yeah. is fixed. I, my initial reason I didn't get in is because, of, to me, it was so broken and things were happening so often I was getting kicked off all the time I was going but and finally when they fixed a lot of that that's when I got in and started playing with Nick and oh, great you really just stop it. one second you got you lately you keep talking to the side of your mic for some reason and, and it's not oh, picking up he's always done that he's so, always done that so basically there you're once so much I better started, now <laughs> <laughs> once I started playing and then it started to work it was working better I was having a good time with Nick and then I played for a while and then sure enough of course 318 was coming along and then we all started waiting again. But now because it's persistent and there's a lot less problems than there was even when I first hooked up, uh, it definitely is more fun to play. That's yeah. all I wanted. I just I just wanted a game that I can understand there's some problems, but it was too much. Now it's not as much. It doesn't break as often. It doesn't kick you out as often. It happens yeah. sometimes. But, but not that bad. The good thing so of, now it's worth it. The good thing about it is it's a very communal game. You can really yeah. help each other out a lot in the game. So... It doesn't yeah. matter what level you're at either. So say we've got 10 of us and five of us in the starter ships and five of us are in big ships. What we'll do is we'll be like, how many of us are there? Oh, there's six of us. Right, who wants to, should we get the hammerhead out? One will fly and the other five will go in the turrets and we'll go and kill things. We'll go and pirate people. Or now what you can do because there's so much new stuff right. in the game. How much is this for a game changer? You get a couple of people in little fighter ships. Uh, a couple of people in in the vultures, which are the salvaging ships, and then what you do is just fly around together, and the little group in front will go around killing people, yeah, and the two salvage ships behind will come in once the ships are blown up, melt their ships down into cargo, put them in the cargo mm -hmm. bay, and then you all go and share the money. Special and, scavengers. Yeah, and the whole <laughs> thing's become around doing all these group activities, going down to a planet with all of you with your cars in one ship, and then you all open the back up, and then all of you drive out, and you go and do mining, and then one guy comes around, flies, and picks you all up, and takes you back. It's, like, really, really cool. Like, it's really realistic. It's, it's not like a game where, like Elite Dangerous, you can play the game and enjoy it, but it's all very fixed. You're loading into the seat of your ship, and then you're flying around your ship, and then you're loading into a picture, and you're seeing, like, the you don't see the actual station you're seeing the pictures even though you can see the station now a little bit this game is realistic like you're a guy and everywhere you go you see your guy like i had uh, joe in with me and we was playing and he was in my turret 
a, a plane came along, shot the turret off the top of my ship. All of a sudden, he falls out of the turret, yeah, where he's been killed in the turret. He falls Ow. out of the turret behind me. I look behind, and he's laying on the floor dead. He's still in my ship now because I haven't taken him out. He's just a little mangled up in the barriers <laughs> around the turret, you know? And it's what's like even, what's even uh, creepier is I I think I was watching Nick one time and either he died or some other guy died and then the guy signed back on so he was alive so that so he was alive but his body was still there yeah 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 so it was him and a body laying there like oh okay uh, it sounds like the beginners would uh, spend all the time getting killed no because the thing is the game's very balanced so whether you're new or you're old in the game you're the same level as the people with you because. If I'm super, if I'm like well good with big guns and I've got a massive ship, and you've got a little ship, I'm looking after you, so you don't have no problems. If you're in the game on your own, you're just doing your own thing anyway. So it's very, it's all very balanced out. If we say like there's five of us, three of us have got new ships, you'd be like, let's all go and kill that. I tell you what, you two leave them ships there. You can fly my ship. I'll go in the turret. Or I tell you what, I'll get you one of my ships out. You take it. I'll get another ship out, and I'll take that. You can share it. You can get on any ship. You can steal people's ships. You know, it's really cool. If you don't lock your ship up when you leave it, like I come out of my salvage, it was full up. I landed to refuel because I didn't have enough fuel. And I came out and I looked and I was like, oh my God, there's someone my ship. your cargo, didn't they? There's someone nicked my ship. And then what oh, I realized is bro. I watched it fly off and I was like, oh shit. And then I turned around and it was there. And someone had the same ship with the same paint job. And I thought they nicked my ship and mine was actually parked on a different landing pad. But you've got like you've got people landing on landing pads and flying like not like Elite Dangerous where you have to pull up and auto dock. On this, you see them all floating around trying to land. It's really cool. But um, what, no auto dock in this, no. You got it, but no one uses it because it's so much fun. You got to show the skills kind of, of coming in sideways own, yeah. and landing. I, lay, I I was amazed when I played one time. I had a fairly big ship, not a giant one, but it was big. And Nick tell me, here, try landing on this planet. And I'll, I don't know what he's talking about. And all of a sudden, the wind's blowing everywhere. And I'm like, whoa. Yes. And I couldn't believe I actually landed the sucker. It took a long time, but it was fun. Yeah, it's like, very realistic. So you come in, and all of a sudden, if there's a snow blizzard starting, the snow starts hitting you, and your ship starts, like, feeling it. And you're trying to counter it. And, you know, it's, it's unforgiving. Like, you, it will push you into walls. It will turn your ship upside down. Like, oh, you, my. You, you have to learn to fly. Um, Exit says uh, we have like four sets of players on my end because he's got his own crew, and like he's got a oh, group. It's like, it's like that, Exit. It's like that, man. Yeah. Right, no, we do play yeah, together. Man. We we stream together sometimes. But um, like he's saying, when he goes out with his groups, they'll have one security group with them. They'll have one cargo group, one mining group, and a bunch of medics for when they get hurt. And everybody will do their own jobs around what they're doing, and it's just really cool. Um, but if anyone's got any interest in Star Citizen. Please drop me a message on Discord. I'm more than welcome to get you in, train you up, get us part of the crew. Um, we're trying to get more and more people in, so that's really cool. Um, but right, I'm going to stop talking about Star Citizen now because we've talked about it for ages. Okay. Who's next? Next! Question. A question. All right. GR502, it's your question, that man. Uh, I'll read it out. You tell me the answers. Uh, so, I'm wondering if I should try getting players... <laughs> getting into playing a space game we just told you star citizen man um <laughs> should i go for elite dangerous for now or wait for the official release don't ever wait for the official release uh, of star citizen. No official release or should i go for 10 years what's that i say you'd be waiting for 10 years for the official yeah. release well let, oh, let me finish waiting. it or should i go directly for star citizen right before you look do button i'm just going to answer this 
Um, uh, hold on, tell me what your view is, because I've got a whole crew of people just come up my stairs. Are they all part of Star Citizen? <laughs> Here he goes. We got to answer the question now. I would go straight for Star Citizen. I'm oh, pause, well. pause. So the reason why everyone just come running up my stairs is because Sky just got promoted. Look, come and show him. Let's go. Oh, She's a corporal nice. now. Congrats. That looks well done, great. Sky. Well Congratulations. Well Congratulations. You look happy. Hey, wait, hey, Sky. Does that mean you get to boss people around now? He said, do you get to boss people around now? Yeah. Yep. She gets. She gets to boss people around. She's already been doing all the marching. She's in charge of all the marching, and that's why she bosses everyone. Yeah. Go on, give us a sound. Loud. Squad. <laughs> Squad. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right, go on, I'm ready. Out, I'm live on the podcast, everyone. <laughs> we all got to get dressed and, up next time. And, just like her. And, and, and that bonus section now costs you an extra pound. Thank you for your donation. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry about that, everybody. That was a bit abrupt and a bit crazy there. Uh, sorry for everyone yeah, listening. That was worth it, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so she's a corporal. She's only been there four months. Um, and she's soon to be getting sent off to the real RAF. Oh, dear. Boy. Yeah, so Ooh, she's just in testing mode at the moment. Them? I forgot. Is she flying or fixing them? No, she wants to be a fast jet pilot. Oh, dear. Jesus She's Christ currently two me. inches too small at the moment, though. Oh, what well, age is she? She might still grow, though. Mm, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Girls, not so much sometimes. But um, she's just finishing her business course, which she's uh, getting distinctions at the moment, and then she's gonna got to go to careers office and see whether it's worth, because she's actually already been offered an avionics uh, course. Don't they have, like, uh, when you're a pilot, don't they have the equivalent of a phone book to sit on? So she just kind of sits on the yeah. well, this is what I said. I said, I'm not being funny. Why are they measuring you from the floor to your head when you sit in a seat? It's been measuring you from your waist. And she said, they do that's do that. Wrong, that. That's, that's true. That's true. That's, that's silly. Like, two inches too small to sit in a bloody seat. Well, that is very strict in a, in a fighter jet because they have to build the chair around you. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, getting back to the question, uh, that was a bit. bit uh, a lot of people have said, congratulations. Try to be back. straight for Star Citizen. Try and be biased, Nick, because I know, or unbiased. I know you love both games, but you really love Star Citizen. You've played Elite Dangerous before, so try and put yourself out the box and go right. Advantages, disadvantages. That's yeah, so it's a very, very clear cut thing, and I'm going to be very blunt about it, and it might offend a few people, but I don't care because I've been there. I've done thousands of hours in Elite Dangerous, and it yeah, is an amazing it. game. It is really good. Uh, they failed the minute they stopped doing the BGS because that's what 90% of the people really was into. The, the multiplayer between everybody. And I think it's because... Ah, I bit my tongue. I think it's because... I'm talking so fast, I bit my own tongue, man. I ate my own tongue. <laughs> um, <laughs> the lips, the mouth, and the tongue. Yeah, man. I, I think, basically, they couldn't open up the whole of the galaxy because the servers wouldn't be able to contain it. That's my personal view. I don't know if it's true or not. Um, Probably. And I think, There's a lot, of, a lot of reasons. And I think that's why it didn't go much further than what we wanted. Um, but the thing is, the bottom line, the way I see it is is you started off with EVE Online, and that was the first sort of technicology... Tec kind of I can't say that word. Yeah. Go on, <laughs> see if you can say it. You're making all words technological. up, Technological. Technological, that's the one. That's what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on. My mouth's going so fast today. It's because I'm excited. Star Citizen. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so it started off with EVE, and then the next big advance was Elite Dangerous, and I feel like Elite Dangerous is done now. There's no point in getting into that game. It's too far gone. It's too behind. It's too outdated. Now you want to get into Star Citizen because it's at the early days. You're going to get into it where you know that you're growing with the game. 
The game's never going to get a full release. It's just going to it's just going to be one of them games that just keeps moving forward. It keeps getting updated. It keeps getting more and more stuff put to it. Um, GR502, hundred percent. I guarantee you, if you pay for the starter ship, which is what forty five dollars, um, you will get bugs. You will get problems. You will get bad days. You will get good days. But I promise you, you will love the game because it's if you like space and the every little boy's dream where you get in a spaceship and you can do what you want go and kill people go and do trading go down mines go different planets go and look at different things star Buy citizen space food and eat it yeah star citizen is next level every single area you go to is different it's all designed different it's like it's real proper adventure ask gray he wants a map because he can't find his way around well, exactly and okay. well no but the, they they did a new map system so i can't wait to see what it's all about yeah, that was one of my major complaints. I didn't like the way the map system was done, and that's being so redone. Revamped it. Yeah. yeah so now um, he says, "I really enjoy killing." Well, the thing is, you've got like the way it works is every area you go to. So you've got Me like Hurston Security. You'll have like <laughs> uh, there's all these different names of security companies and stuff like that. There's all these bounty companies, and what you do is wherever you go, whatever town you're in at the time, you'll build up a rapport with them people. So it'd be like level one. And it'll be like, oh, kill a bounty. Oh, if you kill this bounty, you're going to get a thousand pounds. If you do that until you get to level two, and it goes up every time, level two comes, oh, you're going to get four thousand pounds. Level three comes, oh, you're going to get this. And they change, the missions change, and you've got like bounties, ground bounties, you've got like bounties in space. There's all sorts of stuff, and it just goes on and on and on. Uh, It's a massive thing. Um, But yeah, I I definitely uh, would say go for Star Citizen, go for it straight away. Because the game's got so much in it, you it's endless. Like you, even now, you won't get bored of it. You'll just keep pushing forward, pushing forward. And every time you get a different ship, you can do different stuff, and it's really cool. I I would say my limited watching of it, I've not played any of those. I played a little bit of Elite Dangerous actually back in the day, but for someone that's not really played these games but watched them, I would still have to say probably still Star Citizen because everyone seems to be happier playing it. There seems to be more to it. Um, there will be more to it in the future as well. I would say, though, one small caveat, though, Nick, you mentioned something before about it never being complete finished article, and it doesn't have to be, to be fair, that type of game. But what I would say is get it to the stage where a lot of early access games will get to a stable-ish mm. enough version and then be 1.0 officially, and then they just keep tweaking it and adding it as they go along. That would maybe reassure some people's minds. Just saying. Yeah, but the problem is, is, this is the thing. The game is that is so intricate, the, the way it works. It's so many mechanics. There's hundreds of them. So many things working with other things. The problem they got is, is when they put a new update out, it breaks a lot of our older stuff. So yeah. then they have to go through, fix it all. Then the next update comes out. And what happens? Bang. Breaks a that's whole different load of stuff. It's understandable. You know? We know that's... that. We know that's going to happen. And look what's happened with 318's gone out. It's been over a week. The game was broken for a week when no one could get in. People have paid their money. There was a lot of people that paid for the first time ever to get into the game, and they just got a thing saying, "Sorry, you can't get in the games. There's error," and yeah. they couldn't do nothing. You know, they're happy to give your money yeah. back, but the point is, is persevere with it because it's it will go away. And you will be happy that you did it. And once you start playing it, you become this person where you're like, you expect it. And a lot of people yeah. say you shouldn't have to expect it. But the thing is, you love it so much that you're willing to expect it. 
just to get the newest thing coming. Go on. Like, right. with, with 318, they was like, put it out. All the people, put it out, put it out. They were like, it's not ready. And they were like, put it out, put it out. They put it out. What happened? It broke. What do we all do? Oh. We all try and get in the game. <laughs> you get 318 or 318.1 to the stable-ish version, right? And then you just go, right, that's out of early access release because you've then got the game kind of okay all the way through, right? But then any new update that comes out after that, it's simple. It's just like Gray and I talk about one line of dialogue to fix all the plot holes in Star Trek, right? You just put a disclaimer. This, even though it's been tested, will have bugs and stuff for a while, and you know it's experimental with the updates going And that's forward, what they right? do. They don't lie to anyone. Oh, good, 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 good. You know, they put it out and they say to people, we, like, they put it out on a Friday night, man. Friday night before the weekend. Put it out, bosh, let it go. The game don't work for the whole weekend. Come back on Monday. What what did everyone complain about the most? Oh, they can't get into the game. All right, we'll fix that first. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, it's, it is an amazing game, and it's only going to get better. And the, and the, we're going to start building a crew and the team. And you know, it'd be great to have people like, oh, they're miners. Oh, they're salvagers. They're this, you know. And then we all work together and, and get this whole thing going. It'd be really really cool. Can I pop in my two cents on this? So go for in it. terms of ease, ease of access, I would actually go with Elite Dangerous. Because Star Citizen, as you just said, has a lot of issues recently, and also you need a lot better hardware because it's a lot more graphically intense game. Yeah. Star Citizen is a nice little tip and uh, dip in the toe in terms of the Space Adventures games would be a good place to start, and then maybe move up, um, move on to Star Citizen. What's the Sorry, sleeper learning curve? Late, late and then star, right? What's yeah, the sleeper learning star. curve? Look, you get, you, let's uh, let's let's back off a second. Elite Dangerous is. Is still a really good game for people that are first getting in it. The problem yeah. comes. So the problem comes with the veteran players. When you start putting a thousand hours, I put like thirteen hundred. So when you get to the point when you put in that many hours, and then you realize that you're hitting the brick wall every time, then you just that's it. You're like done. So yeah. if you're if you're just getting in and you want to have a fun time, you'll have a fun time for about a thousand hours, and then after that, bam, that, you're in. A, that answers my question. Yeah, but what Ross said about the graphics that is true. Um, you did need yeah. a really uh, good PC before. Now you can get away with a medium PC, I'd say. They've, the frames are much, much better. But yeah, you've you got to realise, you are playing like a game which is the latest like tech for a game. You know, it's really, really advanced, the mechanics, the graphics. Um, uh, the Gazbeard, yo, dude, are you all right? Um, CIG, happy to give people their money back. That's not the Star Citizen I know. That's not the Star Citizen people <laughs> think they know. But I'll tell you what... Um, one of our own trub, he couldn't get into the game. He sent him one message. They refund him straight away. Said, hope you come back to the game. Uh, sorry for your problems. Um, and to be fair, I made a mistake. I had a ship that got given to me, and I upgraded 70 quid on that ship. And it was, a, it was basically a ship that was given, so you, don't, you, can't, you can't give that back to them. I sent them one email saying, look, um, I noticed I've put money on this ship, but now I can't return my money back to my account to buy another ship. Um, the guy was like, look, we don't normally do this, but look, we're going to give you this. Uh, it's your first chance, and now you know. And they gave, they put my account money back into the account for the other ship, so you know, I'm well happy with that. And I think it's about circumstance. Depends what you're doing. You know, If you've played, played the game for 10 hours, and then you ask for a refund, I don't think they're going to give it to you. you know? But if you can't get into the game, it's a real problem. They don't do a Steam thing, like two hours, and then you, you can return it. 
But um, a lot of people... He was good with it. Don't get me wrong. A lot of us here have played Elite Dangerous for thousands of hours. Um, and we loved it. But the thing is, we'd done everything. We'd done it to the max. And we had an opportunity to go further. And Creature did say he didn't like the, actually the BGS because he felt like it got too much. It was. It was, it was military in there. Um, but with Star Citizen, they haven't got the BGS or anything like that. So it's more... It's just about fun and working together as mates to to build what money that, what does that start, uh, stand for is that Battlestar Galactica is it what's that BGS background simulation background simulation because uh... it started off as just uh, a program to run numbers in the background and what it actually yeah. turned into is uh, everybody making their own organisation up and having wars with other systems and taking over things and so it's really got cool you. got you um that's what the BGS is in Elite Dangerous. But Elite Dangerous is it's, it's not bringing anything else new to the party now. I think they're maxed out. Uh, whereas if you get into Star Citizen now, every time there's an update, it's like having a new computer game every time. Every six <laughs> months, bang, new game. Try this out. New ship. Try that out. Yeah. Now you know how I felt a bit rushed for a while, mate, when I yeah. said there was always an update every month. And you're like, really? And I didn't pay an extra penny for it. It was just part of your yeah, general yeah. initial purchase, you know? Yeah, but the thing is, I really don't know how to explain it. But Star Citizen, to me, personally, it's not like, oh, I'm going to buy Mario, I'm going to buy Zelda, I'm going to buy Star Fox, I'm going to buy these games and play them. It's like, oh, I'm going to buy Star Citizen. And then it was like, it's not just a game, it's more than that. It's like, you're not doing it just to have a bit of fun. It's a way of life. Yeah, you're in there. You want to get stuck <laughs> in. You want to you wanna, you wanna be the best. You want to get the biggest ship. You know, when you see a big ship flying around, like a... Um, a jump or something like that everybody flies up to it and looks around it because they're like oh we ain't seen one of these before do you know what I mean it's really cool, cool. and everything works so you get to see loads of stuff I'm going to get a big ship have everybody come over and look at it and then I'm going to blow them all up <laughs> and salvage them uh, the guy's beard says um, <laughs> Quanta will be Star Citizen's BGS uh, and simulate down to auto deploying UEE Navy to counter increased pirate activity NPC or player disrupting cargo routes uh, that sounds cool, and I'm sure they will bring stuff like that in there eventually. But like I said, we got in at the beginning, man. We're right in at the front door, so we can keep going. It's at a level where it's playable very well now, so we can just keep doing it. You know, one day get on doing mining, have a laugh. One day go bounty hunting. One day do this. That's what I'm going to do, and that's what I want to get people involved with us. So, but but we need to move on. Like we've we've <laughs> spoke about this for way too long, <laughs> but I do love it. That's okay. Nah, I blame GR502 for putting like... the question in the set. The same brought me straight back to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, Trev. Told you you should have gone first. Blame <laughs> <laughs> this man here. Um... It's all your fault. <laughs> I just got to I'm no. so hot, my mouth's going so fast. I'm overheating. I'm going to have to take yeah, my, coke, my jumper off quickly. Don't get cherry coke, man. Right. Yeah, tell him about the game when he pulls his shirt off. <laughs> uh, no, let's... Oh, God. Uh, I, I don't want to throw up my... Okay, Resident right. Evil 4 Remake. No. Resident Evil 4 Remake Chainsaw Demo. Chainsaw Demo, okay. Even though you don't get to wield a chainsaw at all. But anyway. Some... Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's a chainsaw demo, but you can't have a chainsaw? Alright, you gotta tell me about this. Good. Okay, so it's about 20 minutes long. You can do it quicker, you can do it slower. Um, and you start in like a little village you'll go, or actually before the little village there's like a few houses you go through and do your usual 
trying to find bits of bobs, knickknacks, some ammo, whatnot, and the usual kind of scare tactics of going through a few buildings. Then you go through the few buildings and you make your way into this little kind of village area, um, and then you can't get out. And it's kind of like a mini... How did I describe it? Like a battle royale, see how long you can last. It starts off with a bunch of locals who start running towards you, and you've got limited ammo and stuff and limited grenades and whatnot, and you've got to just hold them off. Now, I only died once in this whole thing, and I died once because I was running about trying to wait for opportune moments to kill them. And I'm thinking, I've only got so much ammo and stuff, I don't want to go ham, because in Resident Evil you've got to watch your ammo, so I've got to be careful and maybe try and bunch them up. But that backfired when there was too many of them, and they, they blocked off one of my exits, and in between all the houses of the village, and they killed me. What I didn't realise after was, if you just keep running them round a, a merry-go-round, you know, take them round a merry-go-round, should I say, that it gets to a certain time where the church bells... Uh, go on the church and they all stop like zombies and walk into the church and the doors close, right? It's weird. But I didn't know that. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. If I'd known that initially, I'd go, right, ham, throw things, let's blow them up. Um, so there what we're is enough... is zombies are really religious? Is that well, they're not kind of like zombies. They're like brainwashed. They don't look like zombies. They just look normal okay, people that right. went nuts. They, 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 they are like a bit brainwashed, but they're easy enough to kill these guys, like a couple of headshots and whatnot, and they're down. Uh, but then after so many minutes of running around, uh, the chainsaw part of it comes into it. You don't wield the chainsaw. A big guy, big boss-type level guy, comes through the gates at the top with a chainsaw. So you've then got 20 locals running after you, trying to eat your brains out or kill you or whatever. And you've got chainsaw guy trying to chop your little man off. You know, so he's chasing you, and you're like, Jesus Christ. I'm not going to try taking him out because, you know, he's solid. Um, so the one thing I did notice that was a problem, and maybe maybe when it properly comes out, uh, you can tweak it more. Uh, I always found with Resident Evil games with a mouse, when you move from left to right, it doesn't, doesn't move the character around quickly like a mouse is supposed to. It wouldn't do that at all. So I think that's maybe a Resident Evil thing bit sluggish, but it looked good. Uh, it's going to absolutely make a killing for Capcom because Resident Evil 4, to a lot of Resident <laughs> Evil fans, is the best Resident Evil game they made. Um, I think it's going to be a, a winner uh, because the original game is a winner. But if they remade 5, it might not be a winner because the 5 was a bit... Or 6 was Sorry, a bit everybody. crap. So, so uh, not all good. Is Evil 4 remake remade in, in uh, graphics-wise too? Yeah, no, it's it's a remake, mate. So it's it's it's, it's everything. It's a reimagine of the game, but the main plot's there. That they'll change some things, like the monsters maybe look slightly different. Hence, remake, remaster would be the same thing, but they just boost right, everything up. Right. They, it's like think of the Last of Us Part One. That was a remake. Hence, why its price was still pretty high. Although I disagree with that. This is a remake, not a remaster. Um, I don't know if I'll get it or not. I'll maybe go on holiday to Turkey on the console and get it. I don't know. Because <laughs> um, it'll be expensive. So we'll see. It's a, it's a free demo the now. It's available right now to buy. I would have talked about this last week, but obviously we couldn't do the pod. I played it in advance. Uh, it will. It's out tomorrow, I believe, 24th. 
Um, and I was just saying, Nick, it's going to make a lot of money for Capcom because Resident Evil 4 was the one of the more popular Resident Evil games. Is that Evil the main games. one? No, it's one... not the main one, what was the one, it's like the more popular one. The one I played, I used to play, it's old now, though. Seven. I don't or know, it's the one eight. where you're in the house and you never got enough bullets. That's that's everyone. That's everyone, uh, mate. That's <laughs> yeah, really. I never played one, I and it was like, that. you the, had the, a the map. The ma- it's the first one, and the second one, I believe, are in the big mansion. It's in the big the mansion, house, and yeah. there's like a little curved bit that comes off the side, and you're like going around there, and there's like they're crawling along the floor at you and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's certainly the first one, and they might revisit it in the second one as well. But um, I've still to play Resident Evil 2 remake. I only played some of it, and then I get stuck in the sewers, and then I stopped playing. Like I like the films. And I didn't have one of Grey's Guides, you see, when I got out yeah. of it. Have you two film buffs watched the film Resident Evil? I bet you haven't. You watched yes, I watched. Oh, I love you. Kidding me? I'm a I'm a zombie nut. I'm like Come Romero's watch love child. Like, Grey's I'm Green like Room. I mean, watch I'm any like films, Romero's man. love child, my man. <laughs> I, I know everything about zombies. I love them. It's my thing. Uh, I watched all the Resident Evil movies. They're not amazing, but I didn't care because I love zombie stuff. And then there was the Resident Evil series, which was just goddamn awful. And we did talk briefly about that on GGR yeah, at one point. I hear it was bad. It was yeah. Oh, yeah, so anyway, so go and download it, guys. Play it tonight. If you hear it tonight, it's out tomorrow. And yeah, jobs are good. Cool, cool, cool. Right, next up, we've got another question. Um, And it's from Trub. Uh, And he says, um, in in terms of NVIDIA cards, is there any evidence that one brand is better or worse than any other? I'm thinking of getting a 4080 or a 4090. No, what he means is... He know, means there's 20 different... When he goes online, he's like types in 4080 and he sees 30 different cards. Or he types in 4090. Oh, like the partner 30... cards they're called. Yeah, they're called what he's asking is, oh, is the there companies. one brand that's better or worse than the rest? Uh, and there is uh, true. There are some that are better and there are yeah. some that are worse. Um, yeah. But at the yes. end of the... Go on. What are you going to say? The E the E the E one that uh, got discontinued, what's it called? EVGA. Uh, they were pretty good. No, yeah, they were EVGA good. are yeah. one of the best, mate. Everyone used to love that. You used to get your little EVGA sticker, didn't you? Bosh, stick it on there. Who's the crap one? P-L-A-I-T or something. They're not crap. Why would you say that? No, they're one of the the crap. Why would you say that? Who's the crap ones? (laughs) Because there's... I've got a question for you. Why do you think they're crap? What has happened to you to make you think they're crap? Because, Because those ones tend to be... Very similar to the founder cards. When I say founder cards, I mean the ones that NVIDIA are So now calling the founder card crap? It's not the best. It's not the best, but it's not the worst either. The founder card's actually got a really good caller on it. What one? The plaid, the plaid one. Plaid. Okay, yeah, they, don't card. Have, they don't always have like the triple fans. It, 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 com- it comes down to who's got the best cooling system and design. And some of them are more unique and patented than others. EVG no, 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 are no, one no. of the best ones. So the founder's design is the one that you yeah. get, the standard one, the first one. that yeah. NVIDIA sell themselves. That's yeah. actually got a very good... I keep hearing people say, oh, it's got no fan on it. The fans aren't very good. Do you know what? Let me... Let me before you, I've you, got one. Zip it. That's my second one. Zip it a minute. Everyone zip their <laughs> mouths up. <laughs> Come on, man. What people don't realise is the Founders card has got a very unique way of calling. It's got a fan underneath and a fan on top, and it sucks the hot air under and sucks brings and it across and sucks, blows it out. Yeah. There's no cards that do that. If you look at any third-party caller companies, Asus, I don't know, what other ones are there? Asus, Paylit, um, Power Color, whatever they, whatever you come across. Power Color. Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, <laughs> they will have 
the the you'd always see where the cards on top and the fans are always underneath blowing the heat downwards, which is it's not very good, is it? Blowing the heat downwards, or you get a blower card, which what that mm. does is, if you know what a blower card is, is a card to go in a smaller computer, and what it does, it doesn't blow the heat inside the case. So what it does is, it's like a hair dryer. It's a sealed box with a little fan at one end. And what it does, if you look at the back of the computer, where it pl- comes out the computer, it'll have all grates in it. You know where you plug your mm. HDMIs in? And what that does yeah. is, that sucks the heat, the, the air in, and blows the heat down the tube and out the back of the computer so it doesn't go into the box. Yeah? That's yeah. a blower yeah. card. Now, what? the end... You still going? I'm still going. The, 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 <laughs> the because NVIDIA got, cards... Because you've got dangerous with your words. <laughs> The the NVIDIA coolers are a lot better than they used to be. I always get founder cards, by the way. So I'm not dissing them in case you think I'm dissing them. I always get the founder cards because I like the vanilla experience. I've always been like that. And a little bit cheaper as well. Uh, Back a few generations ago, Nick, if you recall, the NVIDIA cards when they came out were not great coolers. They were like just had one fan on them. They were bare bones. They were not great. If you were hardcore about cards, no, you went but that's the, the third point. party ones. Again, where you're getting that muddled that's up is you're saying they I'm had not one... muddled up. I know about computers You're saying it had one well, fan you know. on it. But that's because them old cards... You're, you're talking about 980 Ti? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 980 Ti, I remember it. it the, remember it had the, the plastic bit on well. the top? And yeah, you could the see through? Yeah. That's because that was a blower card. It's a totally different type of card. Yeah. Yeah, they've still got a lot better now. In recent years, NVIDIA cards are a lot better. Are they as good as the EVGAs while they're coolers on them? No, they're not. They've got massive heat sinks and like three no, but unique... What I'm trying to explain to you though is there's a big difference from a blower card to a, your regular third-party card. So you've got your founder yeah. card, which is... The, a founder card is basically what NVIDIA make the card, yeah? The actual card, the PCB, that's the founder's card. That's the first one that they get to make coolers and stuff off of. That's why it's the founder's card. Then NVIDIA make their caller for it and send it out. They send that to all the companies. What happens is all the companies like Asus um, and whoever else, EVGA, whatever, they then take the founder's card board off the caller mm-hmm. and they will build their caller to go on that card. Yeah? I, I didn't think they're sent the, the caller on top. Well, I to... think they're just sent the boards out. Yeah, they, I don't they, think they, they probably do. Yeah. They send them the, the patent for the board or whatever it is. Yeah. But the point I'm getting at is, when you're saying about one single fan, this single fan, and the, the multi-fans, they're different types of cards. One's designed to be in, in, like, an Xbox, say, yeah? yeah, to blow the heat out. One's designed to be in your open computer. So you can't compare them two cards over good or bad because they're totally different. But you can compare the cards if it's... Um, same type. If it's the same type of card. So if it's a card that goes in the machine upside down with three fans on the back of it blowing the heat out, or you can compare that to the founder's card in NVIDIA's cooler, but I was mm-hmm. saying NVIDIA's cooler's not that too bad, it's alright. But, um, yeah, what the is. question goes back to, though, is he's looking at one card, say, for instance, the 4080, and he's seeing all these different types. Um, and like you said, with the Paylet one, um, this is why I asked you why you thought it was a bad company, because I thought you might have had a bad experience, or is it because you think it's cheaper? No. What makes you think that it's it's a bad card? That's what I was asking you. Uh, I don't think. Was it just you don't like it? <laughs> I don't. I don't. No, no. I, I love graphics cards, as you clearly know this by now. Um, and I know a little bit about them. It's because they don't have the best cooling designs on them. Uh, you pay. You get for what you. You get what you pay for. So if you pay the premium amount, you get the best cooling systems. You get more of them. You get bigger heat sinks. Copper costs money, people. So that's not yeah, all. And that is partly true. Pipes. 
But I'd, I've had them cards. I've never had a problem with one of them. Um, the thing you is, can't overclock them as high because they don't have as much cooling. For example, yeah, that that would be that would be realistic to from. say. But what I'm saying is, I've not seen that from that card. They do some good cards now as well. Um, but yeah, they were slightly seen as a budget card because the they were lower end of the price scale. Um, but this is what I was about to say. Uh, Trub's asking if there's cards that are better or worse than others. Now, the only way I would explain this is is you've got to look at your price, your price range from cheapest card, say, uh, 4080e, to most expensive 4080e. You could go for Kingpin, which is totally oh, different yeah. because this Creme card now, Creme. it's not a standard card anymore. It's got more power phases on it. Yeah. Tell them about Kingpin, mate, and what they do. Yeah, uh, so they I'm put sure more power you know. phases on it. So basically, that card... We can. Yeah, it's got more. It's got more voltage and stuff in it. It can have. It can go a lot further than your average card, and that's why yeah. this card is is on steroids. Basically, it's the most expensive. Yeah, and that's why they're so expensive because clock speeds are higher. They can they can cool much better, um, and yeah. that's another level. But you pay for that by a lot. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but just to keep back on the like level playing field, you do get cards that are better and worse for the same price. Um, so. What I would say to people to do is, now, I'm going to say what I believe. I always believe that Aces Strix card is normally the mediocre, like, for the normal card, straight out of the box. Without nothing special like extra power phases and uh, extra bits and pieces on it or water cooling on it or whatever. Even though they do do some of them. If you just went for the Aces Strix card, it's pretty much one of the better cards. The cooler's always amazing on it. Uh, it's always a big card. It's always very powerful. The clock speeds are always right up there with the highest of them. Now, yeah. I would say if you're looking at a 4080, and this is my purely my way of doing it. I don't know about you lot. My views are different to everybody else's. Um, if I was looking at a 4080, I'd look at the price, and then I'd look at the clock speeds. Now, when Trub was actually looking at this, I, my advice to him was, if you're going for a 48 or a 4090, go for the 4080. Try and get the one that's closest to 2 gigs. Uh, out of the box so look up the clock speeds on boost don't look at the standard speed look at the boost clock because it will have a standard speed and then have a boost clock where you can boost up to uh, without an overclock um, and then look at all the different cards say they're all like 1750 1800 1900 but then the asus one is 2000 which is two gigs go for that one if it's the same price if it's 500 pound more then go for the other one that's cheaper below it you know and get that balance between where you are I don't really worry about what coolers, what companies they are. I worry about the clock speeds and the stuff. They're all under warranty if they break, you know, for a decent there's, amount of time. There's one thing to add to that, that quickly, that um, ultimately, if you can afford it and you want to go to that level, you just get a decent average car, take the cooler off it and water cool it if you're extreme. But if you're, if trouble, if you're just going for the normal setup, 48 yeah. or 49, and overclocking isn't as much of a thing these days as it used to be. Remember I said... A few minutes ago, a bit overclocking. It's not such. I don't overclock my graphics card anymore because you've got G, you've got GPU Boost 3.0 out now, which pretty much does almost the same thing unless you're an extreme overclocker. And the the difference you get out of it for the extra voltage and heat is not worth it. I just let it overclock itself now. Yeah, well, and just leave it. One be. thing I always tell people is because you'll you'll see cards on the shelves that are normal, so you might see an Asus Strix. But then you might see an Asus Strix OC, which is overclocked edition. Uh, in my eyes, personally, 
this card will be a hundred to two hundred pound more, and it will say out of the box it's got two hundred megahertz higher clock speed or hundred higher clock speed. In my eyes, you can get the standard one, save your money, and you can overclock it higher than that, higher than the overclock card, uh, very very easily with no issues. Um, so yeah. always go for the normal card unless it's the same price for the overclock version, um, or they only do an overclock version. Now. When you get these cards, these days, really, when you've got, a, if you're going to get like a 4090 or a 4080, the thing's going to be so overpowered that it's not going to be that. Unless you're doing like flight sims like Trub is, um, you're not really going to need it. But you can overclock them very, very easily um, and get a lot more power out of them. Mm, Someone's trying to <laughs> get Ross says, uh, "What is Ross playing over there? He's got bored." Uh, what were you playing last time? Another screen of oh, forgotten. Sure. Hmm. Last Play time next. I was playing Play that casting game. Vampire slut survivor, yeah. which Nick thought he loves. said vampire then... sluts. Sounds I, amazing. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was playing that on VR. Yes, that version. No wonder yeah. he's ignoring us. <laughs> no, I'm not ignoring you. I'm listening to everything. It's just um, there's nothing I can add to this other than myself personally. I wouldn't even look at any 40 series cards at the moment because the 30 series are so good and they're ridiculously cheap now. Secondhand market's looking quite good on terms of the 30 series. Most of them are still within warranty, even if you do get them off the secondhand market. And in terms of power and stuff like, even the 20 series is good enough for most games, unless Maybe if you want to get like full 4K, because not most people have like 4K monitors. Most people have 1080p's or 1.5K monitors, like 144p. Yeah. And they don't have the high frame rates that they would be able to take advantage with these higher cards anyway. Yeah, Fair that's enough. another whole segment of the yeah, audience. Like I, I, mine's 1440p, <laughs> and I don't really care about going to 4K on gaming right now. Because you, you made TV. Shut up, that's just because you're on NVIDIA now or whatever it's called. No, you can't do it. He's still 1080p, man. He's We're all sitting here singing, I got the I'm power. I'm not 1080p. You're sitting there singing, I got the power. No, your TV <laughs> is regular full HD. TV, yeah, but I'm not talking about TV. We're talking about gaming. Ah, you're I'm, not, gaming monitor, I'm not using yeah. a 3090 or something to run my TV. What card do you got, Gray? <laughs> 3070. 3070. I'm good with it. It's not bad. It's not bad. Well, this this then now relates to my question, which is related to Trump's question. Should I read my own question? Read your own question. It's quite long. Yeah, you read your question. My question is, if certain conditions are met, that is very important. <clears throat> if certain conditions are met, is GeForce now a viable option to buying a physical GPU for those that cannot afford an expensive card? Do you know what? I was about to cut in there and just go, shut up, next. But... The, the, the second part of the question is very important because right. in this day and age, that is uh, a very big problem for people is the price of components is very expensive. And you know what? We're all like older here. Uh, so we're, sort of, we're at a point in life where it's like you're, you're like going to your missus <laughs> like, don't buy me a birthday present. I'll buy my own. And then a the 4090 turns up. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> and then you get in trouble for spending all that money. Yeah, but like... You've got to realize for 90% of the computer players out there, like Valorant and all the esports and stuff, there's a lot of younger generations now. They can't they can't buy graphics cards like that. I remember when I used to have my car and I used to want to kid it up. I couldn't even buy a tire. I had to pay 20 quid for a second-hand one, part one. You know? And then you find, you find out about the rims, and the rims cost more than the car. Like, <laughs> yeah, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> what? Um, but I, I, would, I would say, like, for me... 
This is a big no-no. Don't do it, people. Don't go down that road, because once you go down that road, you're going to get stitched up. Monopolising on all of us playing computer games. Not having a physical computer anymore. Crazy idea. I don't believe in it at all. But, if I was a 17-year-old kid that's at university and Valorant's on, on that thing, and it plays smooth, I'd be getting it. Uh, for 15 quid yeah, a month or whatever let's it is. remember, it's not just 17-year-olds. There's plenty of people out there that are in their 20s and 30s that don't have that kind of coin. And they really want to do a 4080 or a 4090. Well, you might have the opportunity on GeForce Now. The problem with GeForce Now, or, or the problem it was, and it's getting better, was that you were limited to only the 30 series power, and that was about it. That's number one. Number two, they still do not have all the games. They have more games than they used to, but there's a lot of games that they don't have. Um, one really huge thing that we mentioned the last show was the fact that they are striking a deal with PC Game Pass. Now, if that does go down, like it looks like it's going to, that has a what lot more hell? games. Sorry, uh, Gray. What the hell is he doing? Is that sniffing salts? Is that your Viagra? What the hell? It's a smelling salts for powerlifting. Are you tired, you man? What are you listening right now? Oh, no, no, are you listening to your microphone? He said, he said you it's smelling salts for powerlifting. Why are you smelling it now? What are you lifting? Oh, I'm lifting my, my spirits because I'm so goddamn tired. <laughs> What's he trying to say? Oh, I, need to wake, I need to wake up a bit. Yeah, I need some nice sleep, man. I don't think I've known anybody to use smelling Trev, salts to wake, to wake I know, up. At a... I know a cat's arsehole has got nothing to do with what he was sniffing then, but, but you know what? me and my brain, the way it works is, he done that face, and I thought, oh, he must have smelled a cat's arsehole. No, <laughs> I, I, much... I, I've got the same mind, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh... Oh, cat's arsehole uh, fragrance, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, looks like it as well. No, Beast, I think it is, from Medi Hall. It's the, um... Why would you do that to yourself, man? That reaction Literally, means I do not I can't want believe to smell that ever. Grey was proper in mid-flow then, and you lot just ditched I mean, it. I couldn't we'll help it. I couldn't help it, man. Look, Grey's seen it uh, as well, man. Jesus. I'm <laughs> sorry, Grey. I can, under I can understand. It was worth it. Yeah, I'm sorry, Grey. I was just trying to keep... Anyway, He's lucky they're not poppers. Make... He'll have an arsehole like a windsock now, won't he, after that big sniff? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I did, you know, I you know, I did clip a couple of things. So like the wind tunnel tomorrow. thing, you know, the thing that's the, the airport. All of a sudden, we're sitting know. here, and all we can hear is <laughs> the wind's blowing past him. <laughs> His arsehole just going like that in the wind. <laughs> oh, here he goes! Bye. He's gone. We, we've got rid of him. Right, carry on, Gray. So what I was saying was, if you truly want the forty eighty power, which now GeForce can give you, and you don't want to buy the card, you can't. Or not, don't want to buy the card. You can't afford to buy the card. It may be a viable option if they really do close this deal with Microsoft, and it looks like they will. Then you got then you're talking about having many more games. Well, Xbox Game Pass. Now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, but that's just going to piss me off even more too. because now what's going to happen is we're all hmm. going to piss about trying to get Xbox Game Pass games to work on this Nvidia streaming service, and it's just going to affect us lot who've got computers to play it normally. It's the same thing, is it not? It's not it's going to affect Xbox. anything. I don't know what you're talking about. It's still going to. You're just going to pay a monthly fee instead of having to put out two thousand dollars for a card. See, what worries me is where it's going to lead to. This is leading us down a very dangerous road. Next, what they're going to come out with? They're going to come out with like a box. It's like a stream box where you can plug four monitors into it and you can stream on Twitch. Is Twitch going to bring out a box where you can just pay them ten pound and all the streaming services on there? And then you're going to get like. A keyboard company to bring out a virtual keyboard for ten pound a month that you can do it all on there. Like everything's Probably becoming doing that now. Everything's becoming what, not real. What, what what's the difference between see, the 
this service, Gray, and getting Xbox Game Pass, you can play games in Ultimate uh, tier remotely, like over the cloud. But then with this service with NVIDIA, I'm going to shut all of you up. I've got a way to shut all of you up. Wait, I've got a way. I've sussed it. Why are you trying to sell NVIDIA GeForce Now for 15 quid a month when they can just buy a graphics card on Tick for £15 a month? On Tick? Come on, get out of that hole. Because you're paying the interest charges and stuff, right? Not always. Not always, mate. No. No. Often you'll get interest. I mean, if, the, I mean if, if that's true and you can pay it, that then that might work, depending. You know, but and you get but the card. Look, yeah, but look at it this way, though. Let's say the let's say the five thousand series cards come out. You're automatically going. They're automatically going to lift everything from the forty eighty to the to the fifty eighty, and you're not ready to buy a new card. Oh, yet whoa, 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 whoa! They ain't all going to just automatically lift it to the fifty eighty. No, that's what they're doing. They're going to no, put the, the lift whole... of your price up. Oh, you can no, 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 upgrade no, no. to point... a fifty eighty for two pound a month more. That may or may not happen. The point the point I'm trying to make is I ran the math on this. If I if, let's say I wanted to buy a forty eighty card right now, but I can't afford it. If I pay twenty dollars a month with them, I could pay basically twenty dollars a month for three years, and or I could buy the card and keep it for three years. It comes out the same. Yeah, and power as well, Gray. Power's a thing for graphics cards. They use a lot of juice, so you're saving money right. on electricity. I'm saving well. money on electricity, because when I was running GeForce Now to screw around with it... I'm look, for you I'm to do that, $20 a month over three years, £720, they could buy a card with that. That would work. Not a 4080, they couldn't. Not a 4080. How much is a 4080? A lot more than that. No, it's not. It's a grand here. A grand, 1100 something like that. Okay. Oh, there you go. Here's my point. So you could, you could, you don't really have to buy, you know, a car. I mean, to me, it's like if I was, if I was going to go out and buy a card, and I just flip, and I want it the best I can get, and GeForce Now is offering it to me, and I don't want to pay that kind of money, Whoa-hoy. I would really think about it. But that would, but that would depend. If it doesn't cover the games I want to play, it doesn't matter. Comics just coming right? in with a target on your back, and he says, "Did you read your article, Grady? You put in Discord." Most of the games ran worse than the 3080, and some were even worse than the 2070 on the Ultimate Pack 2. I did read the article, but that's first of all, that article is a little bit old. But right now, I'm only going by what I saw. And the couple of games that I played on, on GeForce Now were pretty Yeah, ran but we've really had well. this conversation. You're next to the hub that's sending it out. Your ping is no, zero. You don't have to, no, no, no. You don't have to do that. You can go to any server you want, just pick it. Yeah, but no, what, what I'm saying is, though, you're next. You're not very far away physically from the server. Fight, 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 fight. Sorry. Yes, but yes, I, yes. but if I want to truly test it, I, I don't. Have, you, first of all, the server for you guys is, is right over in Germany. That's not far from. Oh, me. I just pop over there. Oh, yeah, I just a uh, quick hop and skip to Germany <laughs> as we no, do. No, no. Dude, you're Ross. talking about you're talking about. You're the not my US, old boss. It's only that far on the map, Nick. Just Ro- go Ro- there. Ross okay. just schooled you, man. A young Padawan just schooled you, mate. I'll give, I'll give you, for instance, a 4080 server over here in the U.S. is probably around 1,200 miles away from me. Okay. So, you remember, this car, this country's massive. So, if I want to go to a server that has 4080 power, I'm going to have to choose that server on my own. And it's, a, and it's far away. Yeah, but well, that's, what, we, but that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to say... You're promoting this, saying that it's working for you, which it is. I'm not promoting it. I was messing with it. Sorry, and I'm saying I'll rephrase that. that. You're working for NVIDIA, it. and they're paying you. And I wish. If they're paying me, it'd be great. Yeah, I know what he's done. Get, he's, he's busted off no. one of my emails, isn't he? Saying, look, if you give me one year shares. subscription, I'll promote this every week. Here's what week. I would do. Here's what I would do. GeForce Now, they'll pay me, right? And then I'll turn around and just buy a card. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But I'm just saying, for people that can't afford it. But this, but the big bit, the big if here is the amount of games. I, w- I saw some good games that was on GeForce The amount now. of games that some, don't work. And I saw games that should have been on GeForce now that are obvious that, and they're not. And that's a, that's a problem. Now, but, PC Game Pass may solve that problem. I don't know. Oh, I've got a question for you. If it's so good, why did you cancel yours? I canceled mine because it simply didn't have all, all the games that I that I play right now. But if they do the deal with PC Game Pass, it's a big if now, okay? You do realize if, if you sell the... your PC and you get NVIDIA Finger kicking you out. I'm not selling <laughs> a PC, hell no. But what I'm saying is eventually when I go to get a new card one day or I want to get a new card because games are moving on, you know, and, and, and wanting more graphical power, et cetera, I want the better card. Are you considering this? I'm going to... No, I'm o- I would only consider for two reasons. One would be if I went to want to get a considerably better card but can't afford it. That would be one consideration. Second consideration would be do they have enough games to play? And if they meet both those requirements, yeah, I might do it. Sure. I'm sorry. We've got know, an I'm addict on here. We've got an addict on here. I've done it. Me and Trevor can't keep a straight he's, face. He's smelling salts. He's masturbating. That's the second time you, uh, you We don't know what he's doing. Now. Sorry, everyone listening. Ross just keeps pulling a little pot out of his pocket like he's a drug addict, having a quick a quick fix of it, sniffing it, and then his eyes are popping out at us, and then he's shaking. Man, he's telling us he's just smelling salts, but why? I'm not Ross, shaking that much. I'm going, no, to take, not... I'm going to take you all the bits where they were filming Train Spot in the movie yeah. and show you what it's really like, man. You'll be right at home. No, oh, I'm looking at booking like, a holiday to Scotland soon, near Edinburgh. I keep hearing this. It's I keep hearing this. Something Sands. Seaton Sands. Seaton Sands. Is it any good there? It's shit. Is it proper bad? No, if you like caravans, it's fine, but it's a caravan place. So yeah, I'm coming there with a family for a caravan holiday. Oh, okay, how British of you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, it's your bloody caravan site in Scotland. Uh, I, I, uh, caravans holidays are okay, mate. They, they do what they say on the tin, so for peasants. That's because you're a Billy No, mate. So I'm going with the family. You go there on your own and wonder why it's boring. <laughs> no, I don't go there. I just don't go at all. I just, nope, nope. I'll go there when I'm an old man. Get a caravan. How do we turn into a travel show all of a sudden? We're talking about smelling salts and traveling. We're, we're... We go, we go off in tangents, that's how we roll. Yeah, I'm, I know. Well, it, it, does, <laughs> like, it, it does roll on, to be fair, because we were talking about Ross being a drug addict here, and then we were talking about uh, this place that's really <laughs> run down in Scotland, apparently I'm going on holiday in, full of drug addicts. Apparently smelling salts <laughs> are the gateway drug to something worse. <laughs> uh, like, I need to stop this, I guess. I've never known anyone. It'd get the potpourri out next, wouldn't he? Oh, man, I love Popery, actually. It tastes amazing. Right, we need oh, to carry man. on. Anyway, Gray, sorry, carry on, mate. <laughs> There's nothing to carry on anymore. We're good. No, I'm, oh, like I said, I'm just, yeah. just, just making a point. If I really want to go for a much better card one day, and it covers all the games I play, and I don't want to spend that kind of money or can't afford it, I would consider it. Well, that's but signs we'll of reg- we'll resignation there. Outside of that, I'm just curious from a testing standpoint. So now if they if the deal goes through with PC Game Pass and there are the games that I really think would tax the service, then yeah, just for the hell of it, I'd like to see how it would work because I would try to play those games. I would look for a server that had 4080, no matter how far away it was from me. 
and then really see if he can do it. But that this is the point. It. I don't think he's understanding my what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is to you, Gray, is you're so close to the server at the moment. Your ping was like, is it literally four? Yeah, but I'm not close when it comes to the 4080 server. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So why don't... Because at the moment, you're saying it's a very good service. It's working really well. Where the general public saying it's not working very well. But you're saying it's working well because you're so close. You said last time you was going to do it from far away. Get your ping up to like 100. Right, but I'm not I'm, I'm not going to do it because I want I want to be able to, to play a variety of games that they don't do right now. All right. So it's not worth it. If they do the, if they do get the deal with Game Pass now, it might be worth it because I can try a whole bunch of different games and see what happens. Out of curiosity. And then I'll come back and report. All right, cool, anyway, cool. Uh, Fo Show says, uh, Ross is sniffing salts. Gray is paid under the table to promote GeForce experience. <laughs> what is going no, on here? Now. <laughs> and we always think it's Trevor that's a weird one, sexually. And, 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 I, and I'm trying to promote shit places in scotland to come and go on a caravan <laughs> holiday so travel club <laughs> well i'm coming there so you better be around one night wait, wait, I'll, wait, wait. I'll, I'll, I'll come along as a bus that goes right there and we'll go we'll go out and get battered yeah and then uh oh, yeah hold on an Deal. envelope just arrived from g-force now hold on oh. <laughs> oh, cool <laughs> uh, 10 bucks you're getting 10 shafty bucks. 20 bucks <laughs> right let's move on let's move on um so ross i believe you want to talk about a game mate yeah, I want to talk about Tomacart and how it's a victim of its own hype and how people are very confused of what this game is and what it actually is. So people see the adverts, people see the artwork for Tomacart, and if you don't know, there's two very lovely robot ladies on the cover of Tomacart. You only get to see them for like two minutes at the beginning of the game. Not if you pause uh, it. People... Oh, I'm out. If you pause it, yeah, or if you go up close like I did and just focus in on that bad boy, you can stay there for a while. But the game itself is very confused about what it wants to be. So it's not really an FPS shooter. It's not a horror game. It kind of is in the beginning because it's quite difficult. But if you collect enough materials and build up, you can actually upgrade your stuff and go for it. One of the better made games I've seen so far of 2023 in terms of like playability, no lag spikes, and also is running smooth as butter on the Xbox Series X, which is equivalent to probably a 2070 or 2080. I'm not too sure about that 100%. So hardware-wise yeah. for a PC, it looks like it'd be quite well. There's a couple glitches that I've found, but that's only because I've been an absolute donkey and just gone and done everything and tried everything. And I've obviously, you're going to find something if you do that. Um, playing through the game, it's quite interesting. There's a lot more platforming than I thought there would actually be in a game like this. And there's a lot more puzzle uh, solving than I thought there would actually be in a game like this. So people thought this game was going to be like Bioshock, where there's a, this closed-in circular thing where there's tons of enemies, all different types of enemies, and different stories, uh, different notes, different things like this coming at you all at the same time. The game's a lot more open than you would originally think. The first section, yes, you're going through like a science lab, but in, even in that science lab, there's multiple areas for you to explore to its own detriment, I would say, because there's almost too much for you to explore. And there's areas that don't really have any purpose, like they're just there for the sake of being there. There's no yeah, items. just free to explore. Yeah, no items, nothing in there whatsoever, not even any drawing or anything like that. The computers are around are quite but interesting. And I think like, that's because that's yep. a tutorial. No, the tutorial is just like 
it just throws you in there and it's like, oh, there you no, go. No, because what it does is games like that, that, they do a tutorial in the sense of they don't let you know it's a tutorial, but they let you do basics to walk around. So that's why you get on that boat, you go in, and then you get out of the boat and then you talk to people and then it's like, go and pick this up and it shows you how to pick it up and it shows you how to walk around and to navigate and how to look around. It's like a, it's like a more exciting way of doing a tutorial rather than going, look up is up, look there is there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair enough if it was only in that one section, but it's in the whole of the sections that I've found after that point. So after you get out of this science labs that's quite enclosed, you go out to this tutorial. And also, you can miss a lot of stuff if you're just going through the storyline, because the storyline is just like, go here, go here, go here, where there's like 20 different things and 20 different things over here and 20 different things over there. In terms of the map layout and stuff like that as well, I have a couple of gripes. Like, they don't have a mini-map that you can access quite easily, but that's one mm, of them things. They do have a map in it. They do, but you can't access it. Why? I'm sure I'd... Because... Ma- so, I... See, my view on what you're saying is different, because I played that game, um, and I didn't play it far. I only actually played it to the start of the game, and... That's very great of you. Yeah, but that's why I didn't talk about it a lot. Um, so... I played that game, you get out of the boat, you go through the science lab, and you go down into the car park, you get in the car, the car takes off and starts flying, you go up to an island, then all stuff happens, you go into the boss's house, and then you come out, you fly back down, yeah? All of that is tutorial. The game only starts when you get down to the ground, and something happens to the robots, and then you become first person, that's the start of the game, when you get first person, and you can hit things, and you can pick stuff up off the floor. Yeah, I'm way past that, but there was at that point there's no there's no when but, I say mini map, I mean there is a map in the game that you can access, but the only way to access is you have to go to like a certain node point. So it's a bit yeah. out of the way. And then even when you go to that, it doesn't show you everything around you. There is a scanning function as well that um I believe is a bit too overpowered for like surprise things because it's like obviously they weren't expecting people to use it all the time, but me being me, I always want to get as much loot as I possibly can, so I'm constantly use it, using it. And it's like jump scares are supposed to come out and scare me. I just see them straight away because it's like it detects the enemy and it's right there and it's like jumping out. But what I won't really want to get into is like this game being the victim of its own hype. It's a really solid game, but people have such mixed reviews on it because they just aren't sure about like they've been told this thing, another thing, and when they actually get to the game, they're like, "Oh, it's, it's nothing like that. What is this?" And then they have a negative experience. Do you of mean? Because no. Oh. Are, are you saying because lots of people were are saying, "Oh, if you like um, Bioshock, then you're gonna like this." Yeah, and basically. It's not really like that. It it's not like Bioshock like whatsoever. It's the more thing, of a I, character uh, form. The thing I keep hearing about about this game is I said that the boss fights are great, but everything in between gets super repetitive. I would say it's everything between the repetitive part of the enemies, but the enemies are quite interesting if you're not overpowered like I am, because I was, I'm the idiot who spent two hours looking for everything, and now I've got all my stuff fully upgraded and not even partially past the first bit of the game. Yeah, see, I, I thought people thought it was like Bioshock, one, because of all the robots, and mm. you've also got the, the is it the, the daddy or whatever it's called in... Um, what's it called? Ooh, the big, ma- sure, the big machine. Is it? I'm sure oh, it's called Addy. Yeah, oh, you mean daddies. Big, big yeah, Daddy? Sure. Yeah, 
anyway, so okay. it's like that. Um, and I think it's because of the gameplay, but I think also what people get confused with, when they say it's like Bioshock, they mean a combination of Bioshocks, not Bioshock. So it's not number one, because they're, they're mixing it up with number one, which is with the machinery, and then if you've played, is it Bioshock, the one in the sky, what was that called? Oh, Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock oh, Infinite, oh. because Bioshock yeah. Infinite had the hovering platforms, and that's the sort of feel you get from that game with the platforms. And I think it's just the overall feel of like, because it's Russia, isn't it? In the like future, um, and it's all different. Yeah. Not in the future. Well, it's, it's like the past, but in, in the future. It's like an alternate you know I mean? timeline. Yeah. Yeah, alternate timeline where they found this special thing called, where it's like silicon or something like that, and it does all this magical stuff, and you can like have a neural link and all these other yeah. things. There's some interesting story and lore behind it as well, and it's a quite interesting concept of what they've done with the game itself. But it's the gameplay itself has been for me a bit repetitive, but I've enjoyed it because it's like I like collecting stuff and doing stuff like that. It just seems like there's a lot of areas where they could have done a lot more with the areas, and they could have added a lot more mobility features to the game. Where I feel like they've just left out a lot of mobility. In term, you can zip line, but you can only zip line in certain areas. The parkour um, parts of the game are interesting, and there's even ability that you can unlock later on in the game, which I've got. Where basically, if you jump down, you can roll. Then you can use that roll to your advantage if you're falling off higher points or lower points. The game itself, in terms of like bullets, are supposed to be scarce. Weapons are supposed to be scarce, and uh, everything's supposed to be scarce, but it's not really. Because... Yeah, because you had 300 plus bullets in your gun, mate. I saw that, or your magazines. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just had everything fully loaded, and it's it's interesting. And also, another gripe that I would have is the lack of information that you get from doing things. It's like you do something that's kind of a side mission, but the game won't really tell you it's a side mission. Some people might like that. Some people might not like that. Me personally, if I'm going to a side mission, I want like a little notification or something saying this is a side mission. You can go here, 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 and you can turn it on and off. Having that little, them little tiny things would have helped the game out a lot more, other than just being like, "What am I doing? I'm here now." <laughs> like I ran, I randomly walked in. Like I found a the private dev room where they've got the pictures of everyone who created the game. Really? I found that right. Yeah. I found that randomly. I was, I was just walking about like a, like idiot. Just like, who was this walked in there. And I think this is the part of the game where people wouldn't be walking around because I haven't seen this on anywhere recently. And it's a big, massive room. And it has like these black blocks everywhere. And it has all the pictures of all the devs, all the creators, and a lots of different memes as well on the on these blocks, and you just go around looking. And it's like, oh yeah, that was cool. But there's like no indication in the dev room itself that like, this was a dev room. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was just one of them weird things that I just stumbled on. That's cool, but at the same time, it'd have been nice. You know it's like I used to hate that in because obviously I used to love Fallout, all the Fallout series, um, and I think it was in either Fallout Three or Fallout Four. One thing they used to do, which used to really bug me, and I think you could switch it off, but I never really went in there and done that, is you'd be doing, like, a say, a storyline where you're you're going to, say, go and find someone to kill them. 
But say you're doing what you say you just did then, which I would do, is search every building on the way there. So say I'm going from A to B on the map. I've got to kill this dude, and that's my mission. So on the way there, say it could take me an, an hour to do that. Basically, you walk into a building in the middle, and you just speak to somebody. And what happens is, you don't realize that's another mission. And what it does is, it puts that as your main mission now. Because it's a new mission you found, and it switches it out. And all of a sudden, you walk off from there, and you're following the, the map. And all of a sudden, you're miles away, and you're like, what, what's happening? And then you look, and you're like... Oh, go and find the dog from such and such. And you're like, what? What happened to kill the guy? Um, <laughs> and it would auto-change it. False show. Thank you for that thousand bits, mate. That's amazing. That's massive. Cheers, dude. Wow. I really do appreciate that, man. It's a lot of bitties. Showing the love, man. Yeah, it's All funny what bitties. you just said, Nick, because uh, I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy, which, by the way, is a great game. But it does something like what you said. Like, if I go talk to somebody and it's a side mission or whatever, and you say, yeah, I'll, it puts I'll, it to I'll number try one. to help you. It automatically puts it, I'm already following the mission. I'm going, yeah. like, well, I don't want to do it right now. Yeah. That's frustrating. Do, I have to go See, in, and I have to I have to go back and click on the one I really wanted to do. Yeah. And I'm like, but I think if you me. go into settings on these games, they will allow you to, to switch off that auto, add it to the list. So it will go I'll in the list, look. but it will yeah. just be another mission. Um, you know? See, these are two extremes right here from... Atomic Heart being like gives you nothing to like Fallout or um, Hot Hogwarts. Hold on, just quickly before you carry on, Ross. See, because I know you're going to switch off of the back to what you're talking about. Uh, the the Gazbeard says, told. to be fair, a lot of these games uh, do that with missions. Currently playing The Witcher 3 and Days Gone, they both do the same thing. Same Skyrim does it as well. But, we, all, gone, but do we agree Thanks. that we all would prefer it not to do that? Yes, yes. Like Destiny, I played De but Destiny. You can go in and track and untrack individual missions so you've got what you want on screen. Much yeah, but you, what that. I'm saying is you don't want it to auto-track the newest mission. Well, no, hell no. Hell no. Yeah, I've got to look and see. There, there may be a setting I just haven't realized, you know, but it's just, it's, it is getting annoying now. i got to go check and see if there is a setting. Yeah, there will be. And the other thing, too, is when you're in, in Hogwarts, if you want to... Uh, place your own marker so then so that it shows you the path to get there you try to do that and then all of a sudden it, it's it it still wants you to go on the main mission and so then it takes the two and combines them and you're like totally lost you go like <laughs> you go like as soon as you as soon as you plot your own point it should take you off the main one that you were just on so you only have one path to follow but it doesn't do that figures of eights everywhere <laughs> i mean it's nitpicking because the game is fabulous but i mean it's just certain things like you know, come on. You know, it's the little things us... that matter the most and is one of the things where if you had that option for that feature where you could turn it on and off, like uh, saying just then, Skyrim does exactly the same where basically you're in one mission and all of a sudden you're on another mission. There's mods for Skyrim now that you can turn that on and off. But with Atomic Heart, I feel like it just needs a bit of uh, one update or two updates to add all these things. So it's just like little markers and things like that. And it'd be like a 10 out of 10 game. But overall, Atomic Heart, I'll give it a solid 8.5 out of 10. <laughs> Definitely worth playing, has cool lore, has cool gameplay, and is a very solid game for Xbox. Not sure about PC because I haven't been on Have that person. Have you completed person. it? Not, nowhere near yet. How many hours have you put in? <laughs> I've, put, uh, ooh, uh, I've put in about maybe 15 to 16 hours so far. Nice. And I'm not, I'm not even past like the second section. Well, those cool, type of cool. games, you can easily put a lot of hours in. And do you think it's you're going to complete it? 
Oh, hell yeah, definitely. It's mainly me just messing up on the parkour stuff and just dicking about, just like, oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> just trying to figure <laughs> out all the puzzles. Right. Yeah, you can get lost sometimes on some of those. You'll, you'll follow one thing and just say, I'm going to do all these. You know, until all of a sudden you hit a brick wall and go, damn, <laughs> I got to go back. Yes, no. <laughs> right, let's I, move I, on. I, I like games that give you that many hours, which is really cool. But uh, yeah, sorry about that. We can go on. My, Where I believe you've time. got something to do with PlayStation. Yeah, yep. Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West, which everybody knows I picked up and played. We've uh, never heard about this game before. Um, love Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West. Such a great game. So now the DLC is coming out, Burning Shores. Um, and I read a little up a little bit about it. It's oh, going I thought to be, they might be burning that game. Sorry, <laughs> shut up. It's actually a game that lots of people come to me and say, "Nick, you'll love this game. Try it." And I'm like, "Yeah, one day." You don't like this kind of games, I know, but that's no, I would okay. have. That's uh, it's it is that game, Horizon uh, Horizon Did Forbidden you play West. Horizon Zero Dawn that came out three years ago. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Everyone yeah. comes Did to me and says to play it? it. You complete it? I've not played it. Okay, see, so you say you have no room to talk. No, but what ah. you're getting it wrong. What I'm saying is, everyone says that I would love this game. No, I know you. You wouldn't like it as much. No? I don't think so. Everyone said it's no, open it's... world. Uh, it's just it's open world, but... Oh, but some open worlds I think you would like, but I don't know if... Well, Assassin's Creed, those kind of games you seem to like, and that's open world. Yeah, no, oh, you're missing what I'm saying. That's... Trev, sort him out. He's not understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> What, then you're going to like it? That. I'm not so sure you'll, you will. But if it's like Fallout, Skyrim, uh, Assassin's Creed, no. Vikings... It's quite different. It's quite different. That's the reason I like it. It's a whole new franchise that's quite different from all of those. Um, same as God War Ragnarok and those, those two games. Quite. If different it's a game where you can go around and do what you want, when you want, and how you want, I like it. Okay, then pick it up. But I was thinking about it. Loads of people told me to try it. I, said it, I, I, really... think, I think I, if I were you, though, I, I would play Zero Dawn first. Because yeah, I would if I do it. It's not on um, Xbox, this... is it? Um, I don't know, actually. If, I it, don't if it was on Xbox so. Game Pass, I'd try it straight away. No, this one isn't. Forbidden West is only PlayStation until it comes to PC. Zero, Zero Dawn is available everywhere on PC. I'm still trying to finish Forbidden. Far Cry 5. <laughs> it's a great game. I've, I've killed the Far one Cry boss. I've got two bosses to kill. You'll get there. Mm-hmm. And then try Far Cry 6. But anyway, point is, Burning Shores is coming. Uh, uh, I believe April is going to drop, although you can pre-buy it now uh, if you want to. I am i can't wait because I've already put 150 hours in Forbidden West. So I'm sure the DLC, I'll probably put another 70 or 80 hours easily. Um, and They said is, how it long is... it is? I mean, it depends. I mean, some people can sit there and go like, well, I completed the main mission in 20 hours. Yeah, but you blew half, you blew three quarters of the game doing that. You've got to realize no, no, Ray looks under that. every rock. I, I, it's, it's such and a great writes, game. And then writes a guide about it. Yeah. And the nice thing about uh, the, this one, Horizon Forbidden West, as far as Zero Dawn, is that there's so much more to do in terms of, the, of making your builds and a bunch of different weapons and arenas to play in. So it really gives you... A lot of fun, a lot of different ways to kill the machines. There's so many machines, and not all of them can be killed the same way. So you're fighting, your fighting tactics change from machine to machine. Um, and, and you can get machines to battle each other, uh, which is kind of fun too. Trick them into battling each other is fun. You can sit there in a bush and just have them watch, watch them duke it out if you want. Yeah. A lot um, of fun things, but I can't wait quickly, for Burning Shores. Because I've had to interrupt before it got lost from what, what Trev just said. I, I actually came to Grey this week 
And it's quite funny because we slate him all the time for his write-ups, don't we? We're always having a go at your write-ups. But I was on the phone to Gray this week, and I was like, look, Gray, basically, when are you going to come into Star Citizen and do a load of write-ups? Because they're, they're the only write-ups I want to see. No. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I'll read uh, those because it's Star Citizen. I'm being genuinely serious. Like, you can do a, a mining one, this one, that one. Get uh, them all I might, I, As I get more into it, I probably will. Or at least give a little quickie thing. Um <laughs> Anyway, one thing I, I wanted to, uh, to mention uh, in Burning Shores was that, unfortunately, Lance Reddick just passed away not re- uh, recently. A really, really great actor. And this is his last work. The one for Fringe. DLT. Uh, yep, with Fringe, and he's done a bunch of other stuff. And oh, great, was, great, that great actor. Dude, yeah. was that the dude from Destiny? Everyone was yep. doing like... Lance Reddick was in Destiny. And he's in and... this game as well, Horizon. Yep. He plays Silence. Mm. And, uh, and wow. they're, they're doing a TV series, Zero Dawn. And it sucks because the guy died at a fairly young age because he was going to be try to be in the series too. Ah, oh, no. Like yeah, he was cool. He so, was. Unfortunately, uh, condolences to the family, but you're going to yeah. see his, his last work on the DLC, which, is, which I'm sure will be great. So good. can't wait. Bernie Shores going to be good. Right. Let's move on. Let's move on to the last question of the podcast, everyone. If you've got anything you want to ask us, ask it now because uh, we're coming to the end. Uh, Armitage Shanks. Uh, question says, with Kelvin from the Sons of the Forest being such a lovable klutz, uh, any favourite or memorable NPCs that have had you laughing or crying? Oh, Is that God. in all games then? That's hard because I got one. I, I, I guess on on I like uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, the uh, the minstrel in uh, Witcher Three. Uh, he's got some funny parts that the ones uh, that he sings funny I, songs. Yeah, but he's more than that. He's a really funny character that's just kind of mm. off the wall, and you you crack up about some of the stuff he does. So that that's that I would say is a memorable NPC character that I can think so, of. So uh, so for me, um, the first thing that springs to mind for me would have to be uh, Claptrap from Borderlands. Yeah, yeah some that's funny cool. stuff happens with him, man. Yeah. You know, like he's always in a rubbish bin or doing something, or he's falling apart, or and Borderlands has got some of the best like funny stuff happens as well like it really is written really well um and it's funny because when i thought of claptrap i actually before i thought of claptrap i thought it was a bloody disease an std sorry (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's probably that's probably why they named him that yeah (laughs) Yeah. um have you played borderlands briefly you've got to play through the whole series to see how he evolves and stuff but um that's a really good four-player game borderlands is completely off the walls it's so great it's just it's the yeah. It's a goofy game. It's a great game. Everything all rolled into one. It's just yeah. crazy. I, t- I tried to play it a little bit with you, but I think I got banned from playing it because I wasn't taking it seriously and I was trying to storm through it. And oh, yeah. You what were really you doing? Into that was with me. You, and we was like, you, we ain't playing with you. A You're a dick. <laughs> you, you were really into it. And I'm just like, well, whatever. I don't want to hear this narration. I just want to go and puke oh, and no. kill things. And... I remember what it was. Because we was playing it and the whole, and Gray, keep neutral for a minute, yeah? Um, so yeah. I'm going to tell you what he done, and then you tell me how it affects you in-game, yeah? <laughs> so we started playing the game with Trev, and every time the the bit of voice came up and the voice acting and the talking came up, he'd skip it. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be like, what are you doing? We're trying to watch what's <laughs> happening. This is well funny. And he's like, I want to play the game. I don't want to see this crap. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember that because I know that because in that particular game, it is really good to watch all that stuff because it's hilarious. 
Yeah, well, but I agree with you. Some some games do get a little boring, and you do want to skip it. I get it. But this Mi- game is built around these wacky characters. Do you know what? Mm. I've barred both of you from Borderlands before. Yeah, it was it was both at the same time for the same reason. We just no, no, it was you because of that, and we barred Gray because we was he had, we got the game, and me and Erin was playing it, and then Gray was started playing it to catch up with us. And what actually yeah. happened was he enjoyed it. He went in front of us, and he started doing more of the game. So me and, and Erin was coming on to play it. And he was just giving me a running commentary before what was happening. Yeah, you were ruining it, man. That was like, so I remember we went into this pen. Years ago. Yeah, we went into Funny. this pen with a boss. And Gray's like, oh, you never guess what's going to happen. You never guess what's going to happen in a minute. You know, and we're like, shut up, Gray. Shut up, Gray. Uh, uh, there's, there's a big boss coming up. And we're like, what are you telling us for? So anyway, we're like trying to fight the boss. And then Gray's like, but don't worry. Don't worry. We're like, Gray, just please leave it out, man. Don't worry. Don't worry. And all of a sudden, he kills us or whatever. And also, we get back up. We kill the boss, and then Gray's right. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> boss respawns again. We're like, why are you telling us everything that's happening? He's back again. He's come back for you. And I was like, right, <laughs> that's so it. He's good. out. So it was yeah, you was barred. That day, he I never was barred again. <laughs> Borderlands so- itself is an amazing game. I think we should try to do extreme PC run through of the game because I used to do some speed runs of it. So if you ever want to just play through it in one stream, Nick, just let me know and I'll. Uh... The only I'll jump thing on board. that I, I love Borderlands, all of them, yeah. Um, and the only thing I will be totally honest is, which I can't do, I don't know if you can, but I can't. I can't go back to a game I've already played through and completed. Yeah. Because if I go mate. back to it, even though I really enjoyed it the first time, I just feel yeah. like I'm wasting my time. I've done this before and I know what's coming, so it's not fun yeah. for me anymore. Um, I haven't played the new one. There's a new Borderlands, Moxie's one. Uh, it's Tiny Tina. Tiny like Tina, that. yeah, not Moxie, Tiny yeah. Tina. Um, so we could all do it with that. I'd be well up for that. Um, yeah. And there was the one before that I played for a little while, but I feel like there was too much of Borderlands in that. It was like, I felt like I was just, just so much of the same thing I normally like, but this was just overwhelmingly too much. Um, Question. I got bored. This Klutz character, is that, uh, sorry, this, uh, what's his name? Klutz, Ke- Klutz Kev- character. Kelvin. <laughs> Kelvin. <laughs> Kelvin. Kelvin. <laughs> I none of us. I don't think I've played this game, have we? Or maybe Ross did, has, but, but but I don't remember. Oh, you you played it, yeah. He's the guy. I wondered who he was. I've seen different streams of this. I thought he was another part of someone's team, but no, he's he's like a NPC character that joins your team, and he is the most gormless, stupid thing. He literally goes to sleep and sits down on fires and stuff like that because the game is broken. Like Sons of the Forest <laughs> is so bare bones and really early access. From what people are telling me, it should have never came out. Considering they've made the game already before, they should have experience. That's uh, like the, uh, when, when we started playing, we didn't get Kelvin, but we got the lady with three legs and three arms. She was, was she helping she was, you, though? That, that yeah, could, some, she was, but very weird. You would, she would just show up with like a dead squirrel so that you had some food, Something right? to eat. And then, yeah. But then she disappeared, not show up for a while. And then when she did appear... When she tried to leave our fort, she doesn't go to the door that's open. She tries to walk through the freaking wall. And she can't, <laughs> and she broken, can't do man. it. Well, you'd think with three feet and three hands, she could climb over. Exactly. I'm like, what's going on here? Um, the guy's Wait. beard says, uh, Nick's trying to Nick's try playing uh, The Long Dark and then revisit not being able to play the game more than once. Um, is that a game you have to replay or something, The Long Dark? I think I actually played The Long Dark and didn't really like it. Um, Was it too long and too dark? 
Oh dear. You anyway, just get back to sniffing arseholes, mate, okay? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Well, I, I got some other thoughts here. By the way, Dinklebot. Dinklebot is an amazing character who's hilarious. Um, characters of. Oh, okay. Borderlands. Not Borderlands. Oh, okay. uh, um, Destiny. Oh, I don't know who that oh, is. Oh, okay. What about you, Trev? Who's your person? I don't have one. I, I uh, well, one comment I will make though is is uh, the NPC characters. A lot of them or too many of them are like Calvin or Kelvin. What is it? No, it's not Kelvin. That's a bloody. That's a temperature range. It's Calvin, I think. Uh, with Calvin, I've bumped into people like that. Where it's just it's so the the CG not CGI the the the, the programming the effects are just so bad that he'll do things like sit on fires. And that makes it hilarious in its own right. I oh oh yeah, one one guy, uh, Nathan Fillion from Firefly voiced him uh, on Destiny Two. He was the robot guy, paid six, I think maybe his name was. I know. And he was to he was hilarious because he would come away with the one liners, uh, even though he was a robot. He came away with one liners like human being. He cracked me up. Nathan Fillion brought his humor to him. And uh, spoiler alert, they, they killed him off at one point, and I was pissed off about that, because yeah, I really that, liked that guy. That death mm. of that character was sad, but also at the same time, he went out in a cool way. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, damn right he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's gun named after him and everything. But yeah, so that's my two pence on it. Well, and, well cheers for that. Um, the Gazbeard said it's the best and most challenging survival game on Steam, The Long Dark. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I heard a few bits about it, it's, it's, but it was in early access when I was playing it. I don't know if it still is now. Um, but yeah, do you know what, people? That comes and brings us to the end of this podcast. Um, and my voice mm. is, is actually struggling to work. I think I got so excited with Star Citizen, bit my own tongue, nearly bit it off and ate it. Um, this is how we got a word in, that's why. Yeah, I was getting very fast. When you could tell when I like something, so I get really fast. And then I bite my tongue. Like a weirdo. Okay, if you can't talk, I'll just talk Mickey for you. <laughs> oh no don't do that um, mate come on one thing i was going to ask the the general public listening um is i was thinking about starting up another podcast like a little sister podcast to this one so this is the main one but another little one on the side which isn't going to be like with all you guys because i don't like you guys I'm trying to get away <laughs> <laughs> nah um i was thinking about starting a uh star citizen one up basically, but it'll be like a commander one. So it'd be a podcast where I talk to different commanders every week, either alone or with another person who loves Star Citizen. Um, Gray can only come on if he if he's in Star Citizen a certain amount it. of hours a week. <laughs> Try to have to have a certain minimum. <laughs> um, but it will be basically talking commanders about the game, about what ships they like, about what they like to do in game, uh, about their organizations in game. Uh, you know, start getting like networking with different players and different groups of people in the game, um, which I think could be if you like Star Citizen, it'd be amazing. Uh, and if you don't like Star Citizen, then you hate it, basically. Um, and if you like Elite Dangerous, then you'll hate it. But if you like Star no, Citizen, maybe not. You wouldn't bother listening then. Um, <laughs> but no, I was thinking about doing it as an idea. I, I was going to put out. Remember, I was speaking. A little while ago about how i was going to do a one-off and it would be a paid one for a dollar or something um i've sort of thought of against that because i don't think anyone will listen to it i don't know if people would want to pay to get that as a bonus feature on this podcast um so i'm thinking about just doing it as a regular thing 
uh, could, might be like every two weeks or every once a month, uh, just a different commander. Uh, it will go out on the same numbers as this podcast, so it'll still add numbers to our podcast we're doing now to make it more popular. And there will be cross promotion, so this podcast will be promoting that one, that one will be promoting this one, so there's more stuff going on. Um, but it will be like a little sister one, and it will be in its own right for Star Citizen, not for any other games. This one will always be about all games. Um, but it's just an idea. I don't know if it's going to happen yet. I'd like to get some feedback from anyone, any listeners that are Star Citizen fans. Um, you know, if you could drop me, just drop a message in Discord, general chat or anything, just saying, oh, I'd listen to that. Uh, Why if don't I get... you do a poll? Because they poll. never work, man. Yeah, I like every to see time we do a poll, we get five votes. Yeah, and it's from you lot. So well, that's because no one wants it. But this is this is <laughs> no, but this isn't a right of its own. Is a poll basically because if I get like so ten people say uh, on a message, oh, I'd be interested in that. They're real people. I know who the people are. I know if they're who's going to be basically listening. I know I'll get a few things. It, it wouldn't be recorded live on here. Uh, well, it could be if people were interested, but it was mainly mm. going to be an offline one, um, and then just for recording and listening back. But I'd just like to get everybody's view on what they think, if they think it's worth doing or not, because um, it be, could be could be could be quite but be good. You love the game, so it makes sense, mate, to do it yeah, at least for it, a little bit to see how it goes. So. But it's not even going to be about like just talking about the game from like no. how we talk about games here. It's going to be asking p- commanders questions. <laughs> it's going to be like I didn't even hear what you said. I was just going straight for, uh, straight through you, man. You're, you're like we well, did just talking about the game. Oh, really? What was she talking about then? <laughs> oh, it's but, kind of funny. I'm going to do a Star Citizen uh, podcast, but we, but we're we're not going to talk about that. Like, wait, really? wait, wait, <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> I think this would be okay, perfect. Nick, we, as all, we all to... agree it'd be great. Yeah, as tonight we've talked about Star Citizen for. 45 minutes straight. I feel like a secondary podcast for just Star Citizen would be amazing. No, we, no, I know we, how we, we would have to do it. Great. Now I know how the people felt on GGR when we would spend a third or half of it talking about Star Trek before the Trek. Right, or more, right, exactly. <laughs> Same kind of thing. Uh, Fosho says, I'll always find myself looking for more extreme PCK stuff to listen and watch. Uh, I know I'd watch it. And oh, it's, a, it's a funny situation. I really do appreciate that for sure, man. And especially with all them bits you sent me as well. Like, I really appreciate you sending it over. It really does help, man. And uh, I really do appreciate that. Um, I... The thing is, for me, I always find it a struggle for myself because I've done this for years now. This has been like going on what eight, ten years. We've been doing the podcast eight years. I don't know. It's been a long time. Long time. Um. So when you get to this kind of level where you've been doing it for so long and it's so normal to do it, you sort of don't listen to yourself as uh, like how you would listen to as listen to someone else's podcast. So Ross for me, does. I just think I come on here and talk crap. And when someone comes to me and says, oh, "I enjoy talk- <laughs> listening to you talk crap." I'm sort of like, why? <laughs> but with Star Citizen, it's something that I know I can put a lot of energy into because I've got a lot to talk about on the game. Serious? <laughs> What's he saying? No, you'd be serious about it, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, it would it? be serious. Yeah, it'd be seriously talking about the game, talking. Oh, and this the, is the thing. And, we, the, and the three definitely can't go on that show. <laughs> yeah, well, it would be more of an like uh, an interview process. So it'd be talking to like finding the commander, maybe a Twitch streamer, whatever, finding people who work there, and then asking them questions about the game about what they like about what ships they like what ships what upgrades they're going to be what new stuff's coming out and it would be basically just talking stuff about that so talking serious crap exactly um uh and it would have a funny side to it as well but it would be generally just about that and 
And I think Star Citizen's a bit a wicked game to do because it's so early on and there's always going to be shit happening in it, you know? Shit's going to go wrong. Things are going to break. Things are going to get you, fixed. You get plenty of content, mate. You play... Yeah. Things are gone with that game. You get plenty of content. Yeah, yeah. And what I'm doing is now I'm taking time to focus on the things I like rather than working, doing work and stuff. So, uh, you know, the the podcast here, the Discord, and the, if I did that, the Star Citizen stuff, which is what I stream on Twitch, uh, would be my main things that I love doing. So that's what I'd like to do. Um, but my voice is actually starting to go. Uh, creature, uh, me and the boys are going to jump in the room after and we need to talk to you. So we'll chat to you in the Discord if you jump in the lobby. Um, and apart from that, thanks everybody for coming in. Um, I'll see you lot in there in a minute. Cheers, everyone. Have a good night. Uh, see you next Thursday. Cheers, people. Bye-bye. Oh, and remember, we're going to do a raid to somebody, so stick by and click that raid button because it always helps somebody else out. Cheers, people. Bye-bye. You're still here. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a place.